0: Step on your porch, step to your boss Let's end the speculation, I'm talking to all of y'all Male shouldn't be jealous, that's a female trait What you mad, cause you push down, for? he said wait Y'all don't know my expenses, I gotta buy bigger plates <laughs> And more baggies, why you all Aggie? Nigga, respect the game, that should be it What you eat, don't make me shit Where's the love? Where's the love? to the Gina and, Randy show, Gina and Randy Show, America's most listened to podcast ever.
1: Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true.
2: Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The
1: Gina and Randy Show
2: <coughs> on the Toad Hop Network.
3: <coughs> yeah, we're on. <coughs> Good morning, everybody. Gina and Randy Show at the beautiful Toad Hop Network Studios. John Lovett's Comedy Theater. Universal Studios Hollywood. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Gina Grant. And I- Elijah's doing things, running back and forth.
2: Yeah, producer Elijah, of course, uh, working all the directing and cameraing stuff for this yes. show. Yes! This is a live webcast show every single Friday every morning. Every Friday. From 8 to 10 a.m. And it's not just a uh, podcast here. This is a live show. So you live. can even call in and talk to us. Oh, the phone man. number, 888-520-4374. That's 888 520 HF show.
3: Now I I'm sorry about my little um uh throw up moment before uh before we started. Yeah,
2: great way to uh, turn on the audience.
3: <laughs> um, I had to take medicine and I take it off screen because I make a oh god face oh. and it wasn't over. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was over. <laughs> no, it's not over. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, so uh you guys are really sweet. You're already tweeting about the show and uh if you want laughs, says stupid hamster, you get on this now. Yeah. So that is a very fantastic view, like Randall said, triple eight five two oh forty three seventy four. We have some would say too much show this morning, but I think we need to start with a special announcement. And it's not just that you're having another Great hair day!
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm looks really great. Starting to rock it now. I feel confident about yeah. this. I, I never was really sure about combing it this way because
3: I don't get great response to it. No, it looks great. Now it looks great. But here's the thing: this is valuable information. Hair grows, oh. so you can't do this forever. You're going to have to do it for another week and then get another haircut.
2: I think that's what I'm going to have to do. This okay. Is, I get this for another week. It's going to look great, and then as soon as it gets too long, it's all going to go all the way back down to zero.
3: Remember, up, not back. Yeah. Yeah. That's my new rule. <laughs> All right, well, We have a very special announcement this morning. If you listened to Heidi and Frank yesterday, and of course you did because of course you did. Yeah.
2: What else are you doing here? Come on. Listening please. to us?
3: Come on. Don't, 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 be, don't be nice. We, we know the truth. Uh, they made an announcement yesterday and I got uh, called up to serve June 29th here at the Lovett Studio. First ever Toad Hop Network. Think Tank, thank you very much. Whoa! So, he, thank you, everybody, uh, a little round of applause. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to go to the Lovitz.com immediately. You're going to buy your tickets. They're 20 bucks a piece, but that's uh, you know, it's the price uh, you got to pay to play. You know what I mean?
2: If you want to see Heidi, Gina, yeah.
3: Frank, yeah.
2: and uh, Sam, Tripoli, Sam Tripoli, Nick Richie all on stage. Just
3: making fun. Fools of ourselves. I, uh, I haven't told Heidi this yet, but I just got this vision of us in leotards and capes.
2: Oh, you need to do that.
3: That I'm going to ask her if she's interested in participating in. Uh, So go to thelovitz.com. Get your tickets now because you know Heidi and Frank events. They uh, sell out. So this should be a super, super fun show. And Frank even came in here and gave us his pep speech before. And he's like, when I put on a show, I put on a fucking show. Oh, yeah. This is not going to be uh, your uh, your mom's uh, show. It's going to be a stage show. Yeah, this is going to be a big deal. So June 29th, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. This is for the late night folk. This is for the hardcores, the diehards. This is, we're all going to be there. Randy will be there in the audience getting so... Oh, hi.
2: Oh, yeah. I might have to bring the uh, Omicron and the Percy, I guess.
3: Might you? I might. Yeah, you might. might. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Last uh, (laughs) last Heidi and Frank party, I I didn't bring
2: the Omicron, and I felt a little... uh, Felt
3: naked. Felt naked without it. I understand completely. What is doing Heidi and Frank without puffing, puffing, puffing? So this is going to be the first ever think tank through Toad Hop Networks. Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton, Gina Grad, Sam Tripoli for a little little Comedy Jones, and uh, Nick Ritchie. So it's going to be great. I can't wait. June 29th, this month, 10 p.m., get your tickets, com. 20 bucks, and I am going to be... Now, for the next morning...
2: Oh, you're so (laughs) screwed.
3: Let's just double check something real quick. You and I are participating in the Long Beach... A pajama run.
2: That's right, the Long Beach Pajama Run. <laughs> LBPajamaRun.com. We are all gonna roll out of bed in our jammies. Me and my Cookie Monster uh-huh. outfit. We're gonna go. Me down and God
3: knows what to the
2: beautiful Long Beach shore. Yeah, help. Maybe that lacy number you got.
3: I, I don't know that you can run in that. Hmm. There is no support in the things I buy from Victoria's the Secret. The mile
2: is a walk run.
3: Can I crab walk or crawl? Because after do, and spending a night with Heidi and Frank, I don't know if I'm going to have any other options. I
2: want you to crab walk a mile in pajamas.
3: I've been asked worse. Let's go! I've been asked worse this week. All right, Gina's
2: going to do the one-mile crab walk. Yeah. I'm going to do the 5K. and That's uh, a- Boom! You have been practicing like a... Mother, too. Oh, I have been uh, in full blown training mode. So, too, you know, we announced this a few weeks ago that we're doing the big Long Beach Pajama Run Saturday the 30th. If you want to join us, uh, just uh, look us up on Facebook and Twitter. We have all the info there. It's amazing. It's going to be so much fun. We have peeps signing up with us every single day. Do you know who signed up this morning?
3: Who? Dave Rich. Dave Rich. We love Dave Rich. Dave Rich is a longtime PG Peep. When we say PG Peep, of course we mean listener to our regular Monday through Thursday show, The Pretty Good Podcast, prettygoodpodcast.com. Dave Rich does, uh, a, a co-hosts a show with his beautiful, sexy, hot wife, Nicole C. They do the uh, Pretty Good Peepcast, which is awesome. We have a and, show
2: about our show.
3: Uh, did he give you shit, Elijah, when you asked him that?
2: No. Oh, good. Okay. Air? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, isn't it just common that you, we come in and then, you know, we get hot and
3: sweaty within the first ten minutes yeah. and we need air. Oh God, it's so stuffy. Uh, and we're first, so we, we literally we set the temperature tone.
2: Yeah. But anyway, so after the big party Friday night, yeah. Saturday morning, you got to roll out of bed oh, and God. run or walk in the beach. Yeah. In jammies.
3: It's gonna oh, it's gonna God. be fun. I we're will fighting be
2: sleep apnea. Yeah.
3: Funny enough, we're fighting sleep apnea because a this guy. And B, I'm going to be so tired from the night before that I'll be like, I don't know if it was Heidi and Frank or the sleep apnea or what, but I am walking for a cause this yeah. morning. So come down and support us with that. I'm going to be done first, God willing, because I'm only doing a mile. So we'll all come to the finish line and uh, cheer this guy on. And it'll be a great time. Yeah. Now- so yeah, remember, two assignments. June 29th, 10 p.m. First Think Tank, Hop Network. June thirtieth, what time? Eight a.m.
2: Eight a.m. Oh, I God. think is when the first race starts. Long Beach, <laughs> and you know what? In like seven. Actually, when before all the races start, there's going to be a costume contest. Of course there is. And I'm gonna win. Of course you are, Cookie Monster. Oh, no! I've been near. training for this thing every single week for yeah. three weeks now, and so I start off with because. Uh, before I was training for this, my exercise routine was I go to this park near me and uh, it has like a little track like you could run four laps in a yeah. mile. Yeah. I would walk four laps and do a mile and that was like, "Oh, I'm such a good exercise." That is great. That me. is great. Well, that was great for last month. Okay. Now I've taken it to next gear. So the first week I tried to run two laps and walk two laps. A couple of days after that, I'm like, "Screw this, I'm going to try to run a whole mile." And I was able to do it. Yeah. I didn't stop. I didn't feel pain. It You're was champion. like. and I a fir- first time in my life, I understand okay, you can actually run for a long distance. Yeah. We're meant it won't to kill do this. you. Yeah. It won't kill you. No. You won't just be in this. Because I kept imagining that I'm going to be in this writhing pain. Like, you know that stitch in your side you get when you first start oh, running? Oh,
3: the stitch. I, I hate
2: the stitch. See, as a kid, I always imagined that that was just going to keep getting worse no, and that I was going to die. I didn't realize it goes away and yeah. then you feel amazing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been picking up slowly, slowly. Last night, I was going to try to uh, do a mile and a half to two miles. Oh, look at you. I uh, got to the park at 7 o'clock at night. Perfect time. The sun starts oh, going down. Beautiful. My park has enough trees where the, you can never really have the sun in your face. It's gorgeous. Oh. I got my Jay-Z album on. Of course you do. And I get into a zone. To the, and Don't get me into my zone. But, but
3: you got into your zone.
2: I ran for three miles straight an hour long I
3: did the 5k Randy I am beyond impressed as as the Jews would say I have such naches <laughs> I am so impressed it's a whole mishigas what you're doing and the naches I feel give me in my noggin and I just think you're fantastic. Those words make you are, me feel
2: so proud. You are
3: such a mensch. It is so wonderful what you're doing. And uh zugazunt
2: Do you wanna know how I was able to pull off the extra four laps? I would. Because I texted you right before. I'm I'm gonna try for the eight. <laughs> And I really didn't know if I was able to do the eight. So, you know, last time I did six, and I was getting through the sixth lap, and I'm like, this isn't bad. I could keep going. So seventh goes around. I get to the eighth lap. I start to feel a little tired, because in the back of my head, I'm thinking, this could be over. You could be done. You could go home. Yeah. And then the other side of my brain- You start negotiating
3: with yourself. This little
2: voice in my head starts saying something, and then I start repeating it out loud while I'm running.
3: Yeah. I think
2: I can. I think I can. I think I can. And I kept doing that over and over again with the I think I can. And I kept running lap 9 and lap 10 and lap 11. And then three miles because I thought I could.
3: I'm Randy. the little engine that could. You really are. I know that you've gained a lot of inspiration from this child's story. <laughs> you are the little engine that could. It's you, my favorite graphic novel. You, Oh, God. Because it has graphics. No, that's not why it's called
2: a graphic novel. Elijah
3: is literally debating getting in his car and driving home right now. Because of the words that you say. But it was, it's like my favorite book. What's wrong with that? There's no, It's also the size of a cocktail napkin, the little yeah, book you I have. Yeah, I didn't realize when I bought
2: on Amazon the hardcover edition that it was the coaster hardcover <laughs> edition. You can set your drink on it.
3: You totally can. And if that works for you, God bless you. Because uh, by the time you were going for that big, uh, big championship on the track... I was getting done with my hike, and oh. i you were the first and only person I texted because no one would understand like you would how much I needed to go hiking yesterday. I just needed it. It's been building up inside me. I've been a lazy asshole for too long. I took like a three week break like a dick. Oh, I just I've been eating guests. sugar and salt and fat and carbs and watching TV and sitting on the couch and just being disgusting. And I said, no mos, dude. So I was supposed to go to the gym, and I was like, if I have to sit in another windowless room, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. So I went up to Griffith Park, which is my you know, backyard, my sanctuary, my church for all you uh, goyasha uh, out there. Griffith Park centers you. It really does, which you mentioned uh, in my text, and I, I could not have said it better. I went hiking, and I got to tell you, every time you go hiking in nature, it doesn't matter. I, I've gone to Griffith... 400 times same path
2: yeah every I week mean, for about seven years yeah
3: and every single time it's like a new experience i grabbed a couple of pictures because and and he's gonna put them up because i just felt so good and if you guys don't have a chance you're listening in you know god knows where and you got your own thing to do and god bless you and i'd love to hear all about it but if you just need a picture of something lovely uh that picture should be a on the screen of me right now, by the way, when I say that, yeah, uh, just kidding. Um, but if you want something that's just breathtaking, again, yeah,
2: that be, should be Gina, Gina on the screen, on the screen. not the- no.
3: But just, uh, just get, get a, get a whiff of what I did yesterday. It was, uh, I did one of those. I have basically four stopping points at, uh, during my hike, depending on how lazy I'm feeling. Four little landmarks. Yeah, and. I was so tired. I was so lazy. I was breathing like uh, 2009 Randy.
2: Oh, that's not a good breathe. I mean,
3: stopping every second. (sighs) 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 It was (sighs) bad. It was like emphysema times a thousand. Yeah, you start
2: wheezing and your wheeze has a wheeze.
3: My wheeze had a wheeze. (laughs) So it was really bad. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. You're not giving up that easily. You're going to push through it like a champ. Get to landmark one. And I'm like... I could go home. Call it a day. And I was like, ah, I just wouldn't feel right. Yeah. So I get to Landmark 2 and I'm like, now comes the incline. This would be a good time to turn back. And I'm like, Oh, just shut up, do it. So I get to my next one. I get to my next one. I stop there. I do a little stretching. I do my lifts and my stretches and I have my music on. I always have my Cirque du Soleil music on because it just oh, makes me feel magical. That's my, very epic my, uh, hiking music. It, it needs to be. I need it to be epic or what's the point? And then something I was not considering at all doing the last leg, which is straight up to the top of the mountain where they hitch the horses on these big horseback riding rides. Whoa. With just... Uh, and I go up, uh, like I take the, the the shortest path, but not with the least resistance because you got to like climb water pipes.
2: Oh, I don't like
4: that.
3: I did it. And um, I did it slowly. I sat a lot. I was just disgusting, but I did it. And I finally got to the top. I took a couple pictures and I was just like... This is what it's all about.
2: This is what it's all
3: about. It's what
2: life was worth living for. And
3: I even took a... I used my panoramic uh, app, my panoramic picture app. And I, I took two because, one, I didn't realize the last leg of the panoramic picture was a guy staring at me like this. Oh, that is so scary. So I deleted that one. Um, that was not what I expected at that all. That should be
2: a website, by the way. Panoramic <laughs> shockers.
4: Yeah,
3: panoramic bombs. pan bombs You've seen that a ton of times
2: where at the end of the panoramic <laughs> photo is someone just not prepared for it. They're going...
3: Yeah, and, but this guy was in my face and I wasn't prepared to see him. No bueno. So I did another one. So uh, you can see an image of that too. And it was just so beautiful. I just want, you know, when you have those like tropical screensavers, but you never been to fucking St. Bart's, it just <laughs> it feels good to see it sometimes. Yeah. It just kind of resets your brain. So that is a little gift to you, folk. And I even had a philosophical epiphany. You had an epiphany? Yeah. Most. Mm. What? How many M's do you think are in the word epiphany?
2: Two? One. One. You're very close. Epiphany.
3: Epiphany. Oh,
2: it's not me. Nope. Me. Not about you. Epiphany. You got it. Okay.
3: And I had to actually text this to myself because I knew I'd forget it, and I don't know if it's going to make any sense, uh, but we'll do our best. This was Gina texting Gina so she wouldn't forget. Tell me if this makes any sense because I'm not a good judge of these things. This was after I got to the top, and I'm coming down, and I got that high, that hiking high, and I just start thinking about something, and I'm thinking about it over and over again, and then I finally, I think I crystallize my thoughts, but you tell me. Put yourself first so everyone else doesn't have to.
2: Yeah. You like that? I really like that.
3: Quotes by Gina.
2: Boom!
3: Let's tweak that out! <laughs> because I feel like people who are constantly just like, but they're not there for me, and you didn't pick up the phone! and w- You want the whole world... To put you first so you don't have to put the energy into putting yourself first, which is very difficult.
2: Yeah, and I've been one of those people. I, we've all been one of those people. it's a lot easier to put other people before yourself and then you just and then assume, expect- okay, well, it's going to come back around, exactly. right? Exactly. Someone's it- going to take care no. of me. Well, no, it doesn't work that because no. you're overextending yourself to everybody, so nobody's taking
3: care of you. Exactly. And that's how you become 280 pounds. Exactly. And that's Randy's take on it. Everyone yeah. has their own take on what that means. I think it means you're. it's just easier to to demand of other people than to demand of yourself. Yeah. So if you put yourself first, everyone else doesn't have to go around putting you first, and then everybody's happy.
2: You got to put up with you for the rest of your life, <laughs> so you better get to liking you, and you better get to like pushing yourself to your freaking
3: limit. Let's I think go. I that's just what I came up with, and and God uh, God bless you if you have your own theory on that, and feel free to tell us all about it. Triple eight five two zero forty three seventy four. We have so much to get to, but let's take a quick phone call. All right. Because we have somebody who needs help oh bless you god jeez sorry somebody needs help so they're obviously so desperate it's this or uh you know a bleach cocktail because why else would they call us if we weren't their last resort
2: usually people call us for help when they've already been 5150
3: exactly so let's see if we're being called from a 72 hour lockup i'm not really sure hi you're on with gina and randy who's this
1: Gina Grad, this is Kevin motherfucking Rambo. Kevin
3: motherfucking Rambo! Rambo. (laughs) How are you, my dear? Uh, A a PG peep that we love from our daily uh, show, The Pretty Good Podcast. Yes, dearest.
1: Well, you are actually the first person that I would go to with help with this because I'm trying to find out if a move that I made last night when I was hitting on a a lady friend, actually brand new, not not exactly a friend yet, if it would... I don't know, like turn her on or turn her off. And okay. Since you're, since you're kind of that type, you could be the perfect one to ask.
3: Let's let's give it a go.
1: Let's give it a go. All right, I'll give you a quick rundown on the situation. Okay, so, you give it to me. All right, I was at the bar making good with the uh, bartender, uh-huh. uh, bar- bartenderess, whatever you oh, call it. I love it. that. Bartendress. Yes, bartenderess.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it got to the point where we were talk- talking to each other about how hot or cute or whatever we thought we were. And- talking about shifts and free time, so it was obvious that we were on for something. Right. Uh, the problem was I'm in the military, of course, the name Rambo, so I have a curfew. I had to get back to the boat at one o'clock in the morning.
3: Hold that. Put a cork in that real quick. Randy's having a seizure. I
2: didn't know that you were actually in the military. I didn't You're either. Rambo. You have, like,
3: patches on your,
2: like, outfit that say Rambo? Uh,
1: my uniform says Rambo right on my chest. Holy That's right. Up!
3: That is um, so cool. If, if it doesn't work out with the bartendress, there's always a shot with Randy. I'm starting to get that vibe. So my it. oh, <laughs> it's It's well,
1: not my know. date.
3: It's your date. <laughs> so okay. So yes, you have a curfew. You have to get back to the ship. Why wouldn't you? Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, her shift wasn't over yet. So when it was time for me to leave, she gave me a free drink, a pad of paper, and a pen.
3: Oh, hot. And-
1: as she was walking by to go help some other people down by the bar. Uh So, here's what I did. I wrote down my number and, um, I wrote down a little message that seemed hot at the time. Oh,
4: God, I'm scared!
1: (laughs) Oh, no! This is about nine beers in. Yeah, right? uh, All right, maybe it's not that creepy. Maybe I'm just too much of a gentleman, but here's what I wrote down. Okay. Phone number right underneath it. Can't wait to see more of you. And... That, that's it. Just can't wait to see more.
3: Kevin.
1: Now, to be mysterious, <laughs> to be mysterious, Gina, this is probably where I really ruined everything.
3: Oh, no. I was going to say, that's really now, hot.
1: All, all right. To well, to be mysterious, oh. I wanted to Don't disappear and just not hold, be there when you say that. Hold on,
3: hold on, Kevin. Are you, uh, are you in, at an auction house right now?
1: Uh, no, that, I'm on my boat. And that was just an announcement you heard on the boat. That is
3: hot. We will never. It's so hot. It's ridiculous. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So I, I disappeared. I wanted to be gone by the time she came back. So all she saw was the empty beer bottle of phone number and that little message. Uh-huh. So is that a good idea or a bad idea?
3: That is pretty much the hottest thing you could have done. Because it's, no a, it's a euphemism. I can't wait to see more of you. What does that mean? You want to see me again? You want to see me topless? You want to see me again topless? <laughs> who's to say? But coming from a guy who's in the military with the name Rambo on his jacket, pulling a smooth mood like, I can't wait to see more of you, Kevin... A++. Plus plus. If this was an this eBay rating, if we, if I was rating you on eBay, it would be an A+++. Plus plus plus. Would absolutely well. do business with this guy again.
2: Now, Gina, tell me this. Because Kevin Rambo, Kevin motherfucking Rambo is yeah. a military man, does he even have to try?
3: No, 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 not at all. I mean, he's already overextending himself. He's but, already done his service. But, <laughs> yes, but yes, dear, you did a great job.
1: All right, cool. Maybe <laughs> I just needed the affirmation because I was nervous all morning. No, about. man,
3: that is seriously some of the hottest shit I've kind of ever heard. Gina's a little turned on, Little flushed. That was wow. that was the right thing to do.
1: Mission accomplished as we say. That's Mission right. accomplished.
3: I want we salute you, Kevin. You we okay. love you and you did such a good job and if she didn't call you back, she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: she doesn't call me back. I'll call you guys back. Yes. My found me so I got Okay,
3: them. bye baby. Mwah, 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 mwah. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> <Bravo>. <laughs> I want What they
4: want for our country to love us as much as we love it.
3: Oh my God. I love (laughs) Kevin motherfucking Rambo. He's a huge stud. And I've never seen a picture of him, but I have such an image of him with a cleft chin and a jaw like you could crack walnuts on. it. Oh, absolutely. Chest that just doesn't quit. And, yes, yeah,
2: obviously he's got to have, you know, a chest that can bounce bullets off of
3: him. Of course, because he's Kevin motherfucking Rambo. Um, I think he did the absolute right thing. I think that's some of the hottest shit I've ever heard. Can't wait to see more of you. Yeah. And she's a bartender. I promise you she's heard worse. It, first of all, a bartender wouldn't be offended by that because they've seen it all. They've heard it all. Everyone's tried it all on them. And just to keep it simple, she gave him the free drink. The notepad oh. and the pen, so he could have really taken advantage he of that and gone right super there gross. The bar. No, he wouldn't. He it's Kevin. He's a gentleman. Exactly. So he did the right thing. He said the right thing, and uh, I'd love to, to have been able to tell him again. But his captain was calling him away on secret duty. I don't know any words, Is but I was very no bigger excited. Turn on
2: than hearing <laughs> the boat in the background. Oh my
3: god! He's serving. That was that was hot. <laughs> Actually, this would be a perfect time to take a break, would it not? Absolutely, it All would. Right. We'll be right back. Don't forget, Gina and Randy show, 888 520 4374. I am sitting on my phone. It's vibrating like the Dickens, so I know you guys are tweeting us, but give us a call as well. We're going to have tons of news and great stuff coming up. Oh, yeah. Give us like, what, four minutes? We'll be right back. Sure.
1: talk to gina
2: and randy call 888-520-4374 or just sit there and yell at your computer the gina and randy show
4: on the toad network
3: about Dre? Holy crap, we're
2: the G-R-E. G-R-E. Right,
3: but is it the G-R-E? It's the D-R-E,
2: but we're the G-R-E. Okay. Still G-R-E. All right. Not gonna wrap.
3: We are, uh, thank you so much, by the way, Uh, Gina and Randy Show, every Friday here at Toad Hop Studios, here at the beautiful John Lovitz Comedy Theater, Universal Studios Hollywood, every Friday from 8 to 10, watch this, a.m.
2: Pacific. That's right. Thank you. And guess what? Starting next Saturday, this show is going to be heard oh, yeah. on Sirius XM. Oh, did I
3: forget to mention Extreme that? Extreme
2: Talk 165. Yes,
3: every Saturday you are going to get another dose of Gina and Randy if you have a, a satellite system hooked up in your little uh, car, and your little uh, g- g- do hickey box. Well people
2: also have like iPhone apps
4: with it
3: too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing. So if you are on the East Coast, it'll be two PM to three PM. If you are on the West Coast, it'll be eleven AM to twelve noon. If you're in central, it'll be one PM to two PM. And if you're in mountain, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you. I just can never remember your time zones because you switch them on us all the time. So we have a lot going on. Again, please don't forget to go to theloveits.com. Get your tickets now for June 29th. The first Toad Hop think tank. Heidi, Frank, Gina, Sam Tripoli, Nick Ritchie starts at 10 p.m. 20 bucks. Easy as that. Do it now. You know that shit's going to sell out. It's going to be amazing. So get your tickets now. Now, Randy. Gina. I feel like you have something to say. I feel like the news is starting, and you have some news that you would like to start with, and I would like you to do that.
2: There's some uh, there's some big news going on in the world. You know, we we don't like to talk about politics or any you know like serious things that go on in the news. Not really. But some of these some things I find very serious, and these things always speak to me. Yeah. I seem to always follow the crazy career of Chris Brown.
3: Well. It's like
2: he's everywhere you go. You You can't can't, not follow him. You can't not follow him because he seems to just keep getting more successful and more successful. And more of a dick. And more of a major asshole. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he keeps coming out with bigger and bigger hits, and then he keeps coming out with bigger and bigger
3: hits. Thank you. It's not cool. Very funny, yeah.
2: So have you heard that apparently, allegedly, Chris Brown and Drake got into a fight in New York a
3: couple nights ago? That's a thing.
2: Apparently, they got into a drunken brawl. Although now Drake says I wasn't even in the room. It wasn't oh, me. It was Meek Mill. But uh, it was who? Another rapper. All right. But apparently, the uh, a first, a uh, altercation of words started because apparently <clears throat> Chris Brown and Drake had a disagreement about Rihanna. Who is both of their exes.
3: Oh, I was wondering why Drake was involved in this.
2: Rihanna went with Drake for a little while after she got uh, beaten up beaten by Chris. Beaten around, okay. So, that I makes sense. If So maybe Drake knows more than anybody how much of a major asshole Chris Brown is. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to be in the same room with him. I'd be terrified. And hell, even though he says he didn't do it, he was walking out of the room, I would respect him for throwing a bottle at Chris Brown.
3: <laughs> he threw a bottle, allegedly, at Chris Brown? Him
2: or rapper Meek Mill did, allegedly, throw a bottle at Chris brown so chris brown tweets on uh you know on his twitter and goes all over tmz his big gash with the scar right here and like it's on i'm gonna kick your ass
3: right And like do you really want to promote more violence with your image yeah he clearly doesn't give a shit he doesn't care so it's not that there may have been a bottle thrown there may have not been a bottle thrown there was a bottle thrown just trying to figure out who threw it yeah
2: and hell everyone should just throw bottles at chris brown maybe he'll go away
3: i think in my (laughs) excuse me my uh first impression is that Drake did it? Since I've never heard of this Meek Meek Mouse, whatever his name is. Big <laughs>
2: mouse, meek Mouse, he probably mill. got one of
3: his boys to be like, "Yo, you're in my little circle. You're gonna now is the time to step up. I do enough for you. He is like I've one carried of
2: the, you long enough. He's one of the opening rappers for Drake. Thank you. So he put a hit out on exactly. Him, like, hey, you go throw a bottle at Chris Brown right now.
3: Or or I think he Chris, what's his name Drake threw the bottle and then afterwards like yo you got to take the fall for this.
2: Oh, you got to stand tall for us? Yeah.
3: He's going to stand tall.
2: That's what's going to happen. This is so exciting. Hopefully uh, this will just more and more... I would just assume the more and more that this kind of crap about Chris Brown and everybody comes into the public eye, maybe less people will be interested in his stupid songs. I hope you're right. Because I it's hey hey, maybe he, you know, and I will give him props. You know, he's got some songs that even I like, but... We shouldn't be promoting
3: him. I agree. We shouldn't be promoting this kind of crap. Well, then again, he does get some decent promotion every time someone throws a bottle at his face. Yeah. So what do we do? We're stuck between a rock and a fucking crystal bottle.
4: We're screwed.
3: All right. Chris Brown. Well, if you... Uh, Robert Bianca Reyes, who we love, who's a PG peep as well, listens to our daily show, The Pretty Good Podcast. You pretty be here to prettygoodpodcast.com. Uh, asked a, a very fair question, tweeted us earlier, and I i got to say, it was, it was fair, and I'm going to try to answer it as honestly as possible. He said, will I be able to eat during today's show? Because a lot of times we oh. have topics that are not so savory. I specifically did not send you emails to print that were extra disgusting, like when this woman found a spider in her rat- can of raviolis. Oh. I didn't bring the picture. I didn't bring the story. I didn't bring any of that. I tried to keep it fairly breakfast-friendly this morning, however... There is some Octomom news. Octomom! That cannot be. Evil woman. Nice. That cannot be ignored. The story itself is pretty disgusting, but uh, Elijah also has pictures. Oh, no. This is when you might want to put down the special K for five minutes.
2: I'm so glad we're not able to view the pictures. Yeah, that's helpful. Can you not show it to me?
3: No, I have to oh, show it God. to you. But it has sensor bars, don't worry. Thank God. So here's the deal. She is uh, Nadia Suleiman, who you know she has uh, 14 children. She's too good for pornography in live action moving picture, oh, but yeah. she's not too good for photos. So, TMZ, of course, obtained the first photos of Octomom
2: pleasuring herself. No, no, no. She's doing a self pleasure video.
3: During a photo shoot for Wicked Pictures. Uh, it's safe to say to the world of porn. It will never be the same again. She's thirty-six years old. She's single mother of a more than a baker's dozen of children.
2: Yeah, fourteen in all.
3: Oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. She is good enough for porn. She's just doing it by herself, like yeah, you said.
2: She's doing the self pleasure. She yeah. thinks she doesn't consider that porn. That's just art. It's called Octomom.
3: Home Alone. No, this is not the Home Alone sequel I wanted to see. <laughs> you love Home Alone. I love Home Alone. So I uh, uh, I think the, the pictures are probably already up on the screen right now. Randy, uh, let me just paint a word picture for anyone who's not listening or who's not watching right now. She is uh, straddling a stool outside uh, with yeah. baby clothes and onesies hanging behind her. No. And I'm going to give you the first peek. She is literally the only word that comes to mind is unsavory. That is horrifying. It's bad. It's going to be a video of her just going to town on that clown car. I, who wants to see that?
2: I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, maybe some people will take a peek just to see, you know, what the doors look like. But Jesus
3: Christ! And she said she owes a lot to Jessica Drake. Do you know who that is? A uh, wicked uh, picture star. He, he claims to. Mm-hmm. She sounds
4: familiar.
3: <laughs> God, he hates me so much. Of course, he doesn't know. He's perfect. Yeah. But and you, you don't know because you're you don't know porn. But uh, Jessica Drake is who she wants to give all of her credit to. She said she owes a lot to contract star Jessica Drake. She opened my eyes to a whole different world of self pleasure. <laughs> that I could have never imagined. They made me look so glamorous. And for no. the first time in my life, I felt beautiful and sexy. I'm very excited for it to come out. Oh. Yeah.
2: So she didn't feel beautiful and sexy when she got the 8,000 lip injections? Oh, yeah. Look like Angelina, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie.
3: If I was Angelina Jolie, I'd be like, look, bitch. <laughs> you take your name, my name, off your face. Because... There is no comparison between that guy and this guy. All right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Nadia Solman. Special snowflake. I really wish we hardly knew ye, but we know way too much about ye. ye. And unfortunately for ye, for me, <laughs> we're never gonna. It's never gonna end.
3: Why? It's been
2: how, how many years has this been now? Five years of Nadia Solman crap. It's never gonna go away. She is always going to be in the news, always desperate for money, always needing to raise those kids because those kids are going to keep growing up.
3: And, P.S., as a side note, I read in an article yesterday, the average price of raising a child, $235,000 So times 14. 14. Can you do that? I can't. Let's see.
2: Yeah, it's about... how much? Two hundred thousand dollars.
3: We can round down, but it's two hundred thirty-five. Hold on. All right. I have a calculator.
2: Okay. Two hundred thirty-five thousand. Two hundred
3: thirty-five thousand dollars times 14. fourteen. kids. Three million two hundred and ninety thousand.
2: So how many self pleasure videos is that?
3: Three million two hundred and ninety thousand. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. Speaking of self pleasure, Gina. <laughs> we're all familiar with. Uh, how did, what are the qualifiers for this woman, Jenny McCarthy? Is she a television host? Is she a former playmate? Is she an autism nut? All I know, she was a playmate? Yeah, that, she was playmate of the year. That's her claim to fame. I thought her claim to fame was being unsingled Singled Out. That was how she got unsingled Singled Out, which oh. my uncle Eric
3: was actually on as a contestant. Did he get Singled Out?
2: I don't think he won. No. Oh.
3: I know her because all I know about her is she was the host, co-host of Singled Out and was briefly married to Jim Carrey. That's all I got. Yeah, that's and as an autistic child, who she promotes a lot of autism awareness for.
2: And she says, "Don't get vaccines. Vaccines will kill your kids."
4: Oh
3: God!
2: Yeah, she's one of those. Harry. Yeah, right? So Jenny McCarthy, you know, mother of the year here. She, uh, you know, she uh, <clears throat> takes her kids to the dentist all the time. Sure, and, you got to uh, take like your kids. anyone to the normally dentist. does. And she needed to send a picture of her son, like she, had, you know, her son had a toothache, so she was going to send a picture on her iPhone to the dentist to be like, "Can Great. you check this out? Yeah, a little easy way to go." Yeah. Well, in a, this could only happen to Jenny McCarthy problem, <laughs> she accidentally sent the dentist a nudie, because she's taking a new uh, pictorial for Playboy, and she forgot one of them was on her iPhone,
3: and she accidentally emailed that to her freaking son's dentist. But, but it's not like your pictures aren't pictures. Yeah. They're thumbnails of, of images. Yeah, you, you scroll through the screen, and it picks the little box that has the image, don't pick the box with the boobies. However... In her defense, sometimes certain female body parts look like a child screaming. Oh, yeah. That's as far into that as I'm going to go.
2: Damn, that's a deep photo shoot. Yeah. But uh, she's also, you know what her new thing is? What? She's hosting a reality show on NBC called Love in the Wild. It's Survivor meets The Bachelor.
3: Shut your face. Shut it right now. Yeah. So, if you win, you get a bag of grain and a date for two?
2: Exactly. Oh, God. You get to
3: bang in the jungle. So, wait a second. She it, it, oh, The coincidences are always just so delicious on these. She just so happens to tweet her dentist, which I'm sure the picture's out now, a picture of her looking beautiful and glamorous for a new photo shoot. And, oh, by the way, since we're talking about uh, J-Mac, she's hosting a new show J-Mac. you you got to check out. It's going to be fantastic.
2: So, this is all just... Promotion by NBC Universal.
3: All I got to say is whoever her publicist is did their job.
2: It's brilliant, and uh, I might check out that uh, photo gallery.
3: Really? Well, into you know that.
2: I was into her 1993 shoot. I'll give you that. One of the first Playboy's I ever read because. Oh, this is awkward. Uh-oh. I used to have one of those friends in high school that you only hung out with because he had access to a bunch of dirty magazines.
3: Oh, everybody has that friend.
2: Yeah, and then once, uh, and this is so interesting because you know this is a gen- this is my generation, the generation that started the internet. Yeah. Once we got the internet, and once I figured that whole thing out, yeah, kind of distance ourselves from that friend. Oh, <laughs> like, you have we don't to. Don't need you anymore. Nobody needs that Stay guy. Stay away from our picnic table. <laughs>
3: yeah. Speaking of awesome parenting, Randy, I have met with such dismay and disgust by people when I give them what my view is of this story, and it's kind of old now. It's like a week old, but I've been holding on to it because I love it so much. Um, there was a man. There's a there's a father. Father's Day is Sunday, and we'll oh, talk about more happy fathers. father's Day. Yes, Happy Early Father's Day, fathers. Um, we'll I'm sure we'll have more Father's Day stuff uh, in the second hour. But there's a father in time for Father's Day who wanted to do some old fashioned parenting to his teenage boys. His uh and because of his old fashioned parenting styles, he is facing charges of seventeen to life in prison. Whoa. <clears throat> and never seeing his children again. Just for being a good dad? Here's how. His thirteen and fourteen year old sons were sneaking alcohol. Oh.
4: You don't want of that. No. You don't want
3: that. And and you want to put a stop to that and you want to stop Immediately, And you don't want to go through this uh, all the time with them. You don't want them to become full-blown alcoholics, have all these problems. So he chose uh, the old-fashioned way of getting your kids to stop. Oh, he no. Said, I think you know where this is going. You like alcohol so much, set them up, Johnny. Three shots each for the 13-year-old and the 14-year-old. They were screaming and crying and carrying on. A neighbor heard them screaming from his backyard, oh. reported him. Now, this guy is literally looking at 17 years to life what? in prison. That's insane. For. A tale as old as time in the parenting handbook.
2: Every dad has done that at some point. (laughs) It's what you do to deter your kids from drinking. and Drinking,
3: smoking. There's
2: nothing that works better. Yeah, you catch your kid with a cigarette, you give him a carton of cigarettes, and you watch him smoke every single one. You see if he ever smokes again.
3: Well, he probably won't smoke again because he'll be on an iron lung if you give him a carton. Maybe just finish the cigarette.
2: Maybe finish the pack.
3: Ah, yeah. you got to push him into it. And and that's the thing. I understand that giving alcohol, giving three shots to an adult can, you know, put him down for the count. Giving three shots to a 13-year-old can probably put him in the hospital. I get that. But I respect the guy. I don't know why. I just do. And... The teenagers would have it way more than three shots. And, thank you. And what is more offensive? And maybe it's a societal thing. He, he found the kids drink, sneaking alcohol and he beat the shit out of them. Or Jen said, now, now try and do it again after uh, I break a bone or two. <laughs> or saying, you like alcohol so much? Let's drink some alcohol. Yeah, have a drink. I don't know. I, there's something about it that is. I really don't think awesome. there's a crime here. You don't? No. I mean, you are giving alcohol to a minor.
2: Yeah, but it's your kid, and you're doing it for the best of them. You're not doing it to get your kid drunk. Yeah. You're well, doing you it are. you doing it to
3: make sure your kid never gets drunk. You are, you're doing it so that they won't drink again. Uh, and Now, I believe the statute <laughs> of
2: limitations are up, so I can tell this story. Uh, real So quick. hopefully my dad doesn't get 17 years to life. Oh, I
3: hope he doesn't. You're a full-grown adult. You're fine. Yes. Uh, our good buddy, uh, Tim Jones, who appears on the show, says, The best way to be a good father... Sock him in the mouth. <laughs> so, parenting tip from, from Timothy Jones
2: at Damn Walkers. No, when I was about <laughs> ten years old, uh, I made a bet with my dad. Yeah, that uh, I always, you know, was interested what he was drinking. Those uh, kamikazes. Oh, those, you lo- those your father loves green kamikazes. drinks with the vodka. Yeah, I don't know how we got to talking about this, but he bet me twenty dollars that I couldn't drink one ounce of vodka.
3: How much is that? Is that a shot?
2: That's a shot. Okay. Now, I watered it down with about 12 ounces of water. Yeah. Took one sip and was like,
4: ah! No, 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 no,
2: no, no, no! I forced myself to drink it for the 20. And I didn't feel anything. I was a big kid. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that moment, that tainted me for vodka. The you rest hate of vodka. My life. I hate vodka. Yeah. I've tried to like it, but I hate it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, and uh, uh, I hate champagne because Cham- like a Hayes year delicious. later, uh, we were at uh, Thanksgiving at my grandpa's house and yeah. they offer you a glass of champagne should my grandpa get 17 years to life for that? I hope not! Seriously, every kid has had relatives give them alcohol before yeah. they're 18 this yeah. is what life is, okay when my brother turned 18 for his birthday, we bought him a case of Smirnoff Ice Are should I go serious?
3: to jail? well you should go to jail for helping the Smirnoff Ice people
2: Oh, well, it was 2003. This is like the one year when Scrin' Off Ice sounded really cool. Yeah. But that shit will make you pee.
3: The first time I ever got lit was at a Jewish Community Center event.
2: Jewish Community Center?
3: The rabbi was there. Oh. My mom was there. Huh. A lot of other people were there. I was, I was trying to hold it together to have a conversation with the rabbi. Missed the chair by about three inches. And while he was talking, just never took my eyes off of him and crawled out of the room my mom was laughing so hard (laughs) and to this day not a drinker no i'm glad you have this music on randy leave that up for a minute um i just I, i just brought this up because this comes straight out of the institute of duh oh they you know god love some of these news sources but sometimes you can tell there's just nothing going on in the news that day Oh, we're slowing down. Most and least Jewish states in America. Oh, this right. is a du- you know you know fucking Louisville's not going to be on here. So why do you have to do a study about it? Mm. You know, it's so stupid. Yeah, I don't. Well, so all why is you there have to do
2: anything. This is pretty dumb though.
3: All you have to do is look at a map, and you're like, I buy that mostly all the east coast the entire eastern seaboard oh yeah california illinois because there are a chicago is lousy with jews florida because all the jews from the northeastern seaboard go they to retire. boca for the rest of their lives
2: they migrate to the south for the winter
3: of course the winter of their the winter of their existence uh michigan wisconsin illinois uh, Kansas did not make the cut. Kansas did make the cut. Not as a very Jewy place. This is the Kansas Jew right here. You're not counting this? I didn't get counted. So to be told, this just in, a lot of Jews on the coast, a lot of Jews in Chicago, and a mess of Jews in Florida, that was worth good paper and uh, a good space online to uh, figure that out.
2: Yeah, that needed to be a big study. That uh, oh my god! Used, they get to the uh, coastal areas. Wow! Wow! Wow!
3: That's it. That's all I have to say about that.
2: And that's Jewish news. <laughs> now, before uh, we uh, take a break, I got another uh, drinking story that's yes, going to make dear. everyone feel happy. <laughs> Now, here comes the dumbest drunk driver of all time. I
3: love those.
2: Because, God forbid, you're in the situation that uh, you are behind the wheel, you're inebriated, and you crash your car. Oh, God. But you walk out. You survive.
3: Yeah, thank God. And
2: now this guy crashes his car. He walks out. He survives. He takes a few steps. You know, the cops haven't come yet, so maybe he'll even get away with it. Realizes he forgot something. What do he forget? He's like, oh, wait, I have my keys. I have my cell phone. Oh, shit, I forgot my six-pack.
3: Because <laughs> you can't replace that. Turns back to the car. <sighs> while,
2: and the cops have pulled up at this time. They're investigating the crash scene. He runs to the car, tries to sneak open the back seat, and sneak out that uh, six-pack of beer and takes off a running and cops got him.
3: So what you're saying is he was still wasted after the car so accident.
2: Way, way, this way. This had cr- to be...
3: A six-pack lined in gold bullion. I mean, this was just, what, a fucking sixer at Coors?
2: Not even that. It was PBR. He went back for some PBR. Shut your face. I can't explain these things.
3: He was so wasted, he crashed. He gets out, tries to flee the scene, but can't flee the scene because... There's a, a perfectly good uh, six-pack of PBR waiting for him But maybe car. I
2: can understand his thinking, because he's fucked up out of his mind. And seriously, let's say you're into a hard... Let's say you were just in a hardcore car accident. Wouldn't the first thing you need would be a strong, stiff drink? Randy. Like, after the accident. For,
3: I know nothing about beer, and I can tell you there is nothing stiff about a Pabst Blue Ribbon.
2: Well, it's all he had. And if you drink six of them, it's pretty stiff. <laughs> And also, if you had a PBR, you know
3: it's pretty damn stiff. Yeah. It's disgusting. As my grandfather used to say about uh, domestic beer, it tastes like it passed through a horse's kidneys. Yeah.
2: That's pretty much what it tastes like. So, uh, driver of the year, everybody.
3: All right. We're going to take a quick break. But first, I'm going to tell you one last thing, because we have the time to do it. Randy. Gina. And you at home. We're all going to play together. Oh, really? Yeah, let's play a quick uh, game. Game show game. All right. Do we have time for that? Yeah. All right. I have a very important uh, piece of information for you that you can lay on your uh, girlfriend when she thinks you're being too uh, handsy with her and too sexual with her. Um, If she's like, oh my God, you are the horniest creature on the planet. You are so disgusting. You can be like, no, nay. I am not the horniest creature on the planet, thank you very much, because science tells us differently. Randy. Yes? What is your guess on the scientific study of the, and I hate this word, horniest creature on the planet? The horniest creature on
2: the planet. Work it
3: out. You know, think about what you know about animals and humans and species and Maybe think out loud for radio's sake. All right, well, sake.
2: Uh, you know, um, let's see, you know, obviously squirrels are pretty crazy and uh, e, can rats can weigh in on, this? on and cats, but you know who I think really loves to get it on all the time,
3: because I've seen it all the time and I've been attacked by more than one of them? <laughs> Dogs! Dogs, that's a decent answer. Um, E, can you jump on the mic real fast? Uh, oh, he's busy. Um He's thinking. Just first thing that comes to your mind, Elijah, what do you believe is the horniest creature on the planet? Randy says dogs. Yeah, dogs. You know,
2: they like I mean, to they are
3: just everywhere, yeah. That's a good question.
5: Uh, I don't know. It's between like lions and. What else? Uh, it's, a,
3: it's a decent answer.
5: Rabbits. Lions
3: rabbits. and rabbits. That is a. And the stupid hamster wants to weigh in rabbits or fruit flies. Ah,
5: fruit flies is very good. Is That's it? It's a very good guess. Because they do multiply. They multiply oh, like a they're mother. the
3: worst. Very quickly, in the next 60 seconds, tweet me. Twitter.com slash Gina What do you think the horniest creature on the planet is? Randy says... Dogs. Elijah says...
5: Lions, rabbits.
3: And Stupid Hamster says rabbits and fruit flies. Um, Robert Reyes says rabbits, final answer. Final answer. All right, that's good to know. And, and, I, and I get that because everybody says, oh, they fuck like rabbits. Yeah. So why wouldn't it be rabbits? I mean, that makes perfect sense. I would almost say... Like horses, or I mean, because I mean, have you seen
5: horses? Yeah, have you seen the
3: guy? I just think lions have
5: a lot of passion,
3: they are, (laughs) they are a passionate cat. You're absolutely right. Um, so I absolutely (laughs) why does this music simultaneously? I feel so ambivalent. It makes me happy, and it makes me so depressed. Because if you're home while this music is on, oh, shit is so not sad. going That's well. True. That's if you're true. Want,
2: if you're home for the price is right, life is not yeah. working out. All
3: right. Well, we have to take a, a break, so I'm just going to I'm gonna lay the answer on you. Are you both ready for this? We're, We're ready.
2: ready. Do it big. The horniest animal on the on planet. On the planet.
3: Not rabbits.
2: Not rabbits.
3: Not dogs. Not dogs. Not fruit flies. Not lions. What? Not horses. According to a study, the horniest animal on the planet is the salacious and sultry penguin. What?
5: Now, horny is an interesting
3: question. Oh, yes. Now, dolphins is a good guess because they do rape people. Oh, good. Somebody said insects and lizards, but no. Penguin. Huh. penguin. Now, penguins are also one of the animals that engage in homosexuality. Oh, yeah, yeah that's they, right. They love, nice. uh, they love that stick.
2: That's why uh, Bob Saget did that movie Farce of the Penguins, because they like to bang.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't
2: know that was a thing. Yeah, Morgan Freeman did March of the Penguins, and then Bob Saget ripped him off with Farce of the Penguins, where the penguins hook up.
3: You know what they're also into? What? Necrophilia.
2: Oh, no, they bang dead
3: penguins? Yep. They uh, a, a Terra Nova expert says there is no crime too low for penguins.
2: Yeah, that one's pretty low.
3: They uh, they engage in sexual coercion, aka date rape. Nice. <laughs> sexual and physical abuse of their little ones, the occasional necrophilia, and, in my opinion, the beloved homosexuality.
2: Now, nice. Maybe I just can't picture it in my head properly. Penguins kind of just kind of
3: waddle right, left, and right. How They're the so are, sweet. How are they banging? I don't know. Is it at, from the bottom or even from know this where the front? the penguin's donger That's is. what I'm. T- we can
5: find a video. Uh, you you want to post that on the on the website? <laughs> In the name of science,
3: is there actually is there a picture tasteful enough of a penguin penis that we could put on the screen, or we should we? Skip that. Uh,
2: I don't know if we want to cross the line wanna into, tug at that thread? into the Pretty Bestial podcast. Tug at that
3: penguin penis thread? Yeah,
2: maybe we don't do that.
3: No wonder they have happy feet, says James. Yeah. Yona. So they are a debaucherous creature. And uh, they are not to be tussled with because they will kill you and then have sex with you as sure as you're standing there.
2: I think we wow. just found our new horror movie.
3: Penguin raper. Penguin raper. But he doesn't rape penguins, he's a penguin that rapes humans. Yeah.
2: Just walks around town because people
3: think, oh it's a cute little like, penguin. Honk honk honk. I don't know what they sound like. Ah, ah, he won't get off. Yeah. The, the, the movie's already written. Done. Boom. Million dollars. On that note, let's take a quick break. Yeah. Uh, Gina and Randy show every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific here at the beautiful Toad Hop Network. And, of course, you already know how to watch, but toadhopnetwork.com slash live. We'll be back in uh, just a couple got minutes. five minutes, everyone. When
2: we come back, oh, I have the five most dangerous vegetables on the planet.
3: I didn't know there were dangerous vegetables. Oh, they're dangerous. All right. All right. We'll have that and more in just a few minutes.
4: Maybe make makes up words alive. Side. the food is all he's got, they're not quite the best, but they're still so-
0: for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good for this long, this hood, for this pop, this hot, or this strong, With so many different flows, this one's for this song, the next one I switch up, this one will get bit up. These fucks, too lazy to make up shit, they crazy, they don't paint pictures, they just trace me, you know what? Soon they forget where they club. they hold out from then try to reverse the outcome, I'm like, fuck! Not a biter, I'm a writer for myself and others I say a big verse, I'm only big up my brother Biggin' up my barrel, I'm big enough to do it I'm, I'm that barrel, plus I know my own flow is foolish So the rings and things you sing about, bring them out It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth I'm in new sneakers, new seaters, few divas What more can I tell you, let me spell it for you L, I E. nobody truer than H-O-V And I'm back for more, New York's ambassador Prime Minister back to finish my business up Already know I'm about, flying birds down south, moving wet off the step, purple rain in the trout, stuck on hoes, brushing off my shirt, but ain't nothing on my clothes, set my chain, my name, young H-O, pitch the yay faithful, even if they patrol, I make pay bro, been paid for. They roll private jets down the Turks and Caicos. Chris K. Slows, I don't give a shit. Nigga, one life to live. I can't let a day go. by without me being fly fresh to death. Head to toe to the day I rest. And I don't wear jerseys. I'm 30 plus. Give me a crisp pair of jeans, nigga. Button up. S. Dots on my feet make my sight complete. What more can I say? Google play the beat. I'm snap my fingers on this. What more can I say to you? Get my grown man on. Let's go. What more can I say? Now you know your ass is willy when they got you in the mag for like half a billy and your ass ain't lily. White, that mean that shit you write must be illy. Either that or your flow is silly. It's both. I don't mean to boast, but damn if I don't brag. Them crackers going act like I ain't on the ass. The Martha Stewart that's far from Jewish, far from a Harvard student, just had the balls to do it. And no, I'm not through with it. In fact, I'm just previewing it. This ain't the show, I'm just EQ'ing it. One two, and I won't stop abusing it. The groupie girls stop false accusing it. Back to the music, the Maybach roof is translucent. Niggas got a problem, Houston? (laughs) What up, B? They can't shut up me. Shut down, I. Not even PE. I'm a ride. Oh, forgive me for my brash delivery But I remember vividly what these streets did to me So picture me, let these clowns nitpick at me Paint me like a piccanine. I would literally kiss TT in the forehead Tell her please forgive me to squeeze into your forehead I'm not the one to score points off In fact, I got a joint to knock your points off Young, over the God, nigga, blasphemy I'm at the Trump International, ask for me I ain't never scared. I'm everywhere, you ain't never there. Nigga, why would I ever care? Pound for pound, I'm the best to ever come around here. Excluding nobody, look what I embody. The soul of a hustler, I really ran the street. A CEO's mind that marketing plan with me. And no, I ain't get shot up a whole bunch of times. I'll make up shit in a whole bunch of lines. Nine animated, like Zaya a bust the rhyme, With the real shit you get when you bust down my lines. Add that to the fact I went plat a bunch of times. Times that by my influence on pop culture. I supposed to be number one on everybody's list. We'll see what happens when I no longer exist. Fuck this. What? Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show, Show. America's most listened to podcast ever.
2: Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy Show here on the Toad Hop Network. Every Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., Pacific time. Right. Uh, yes, you're the beautiful John Lovitz Comedy Theater, Universal Studios Hollywood. It is a lovely place to be. And remember, June 29th, get yourself here by hook or by crook or by plane or by train in a mouse with a house with a fox in a box. Yeah. Get yourself to the Lovett's Theater. Go to thelovitz.com. Click on that uh, banner uh, that I might appear after our show. I'm not sure. Or just go to lovitz.com Yeah. June 29th, 10 p.m., the first ever Toad Hop Think Tank. It's going to be Sam Tripoli, Nick Ritchie, Heidi Hamilton, Frank Kramer, and yours truly, Gina Grad. It'll be a great time. 10 p.m., June 29th. You know that shit's going to sell out. So get your tickets now. It's going to be a super fun.
2: That's amazing. I'm going to check it out. We're all going to hang out afterwards. Probably be a big, crazy after party, like oh, all these God. things. and. If you've never been to a Toad Hop event or a Heidi and Frank After Hours (laughs) event, especially on a Friday night at the Lovitz Comedy Club, let's just say after midnight it gets to be like a war zone in here. Life gets real. It gets real
3: crazy. It's like the first thirty minutes of Saving Private Ryan, except instead of blood, it's beer. Yeah, that's the only way to describe it.
2: But it's fascinating. It's so much
3: fun. Oh my god, part of it.
2: Yeah, and I've never like. I've never taken the leap where I've gotten that drunk where I'm in the mix. Yeah. But that's got to be hella fun to just be in that mix. And There's, not even care. It's
3: debaucherous. They act like penguins. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what they should call them the penguins. Yeah, they are. Pe- oh, God. They they will do anything. So we have uh, executive producer Elijah here with us. Yes. Master E. For a couple of reasons. A, because the ladies get antsy when they don't see your face. Got
2: to have some eye candy for And
3: this show. B, we need you badly. Because it's Father's Day coming up, and we have some gentleman-heavy topics that I need both of your uh, opinions on. Oh,
2: awesome. Um, Happy Father's Day to every yes, dad out there. Yes. yes.
3: Such a wonderful thing. Um, so, first of all, I have I found a list of 11 things you can absolutely say if you are really, really in the mood to fight. I bet with my your, dad
2: says every one of them. With your,
3: with your partner. <laughs> but first... I wanted to go over a couple of these with you. Four ways to know you're dating a man-boy and not a man-man. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to look at E for man-man.
3: Well, I was trying not to be so obvious. Oh, okay. All right, so I went back to Man-boy! So, because I think that, like... You know, and and God bless both of you. You love your comic books and you love your superheroes, and that's all great. But I think when it's time to you know step up and be a man, I think you 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 guys have a decent handle on that.
2: I'm in the process of growing up right now. I really feel like I'm changing, I'm evolving, I'm growing. Yeah. And I totally am understanding why I was undateable three years ago. You, you totally really have gone a long way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's the physical aspect, but just the mental aspect of yeah. How childish a twenty-four-year-old and a twenty-three-year-old can be?
4: Yeah, I get why
2: no one wants to go out with you. Yeah. Well,
3: I gotta give you credit for the first one, because and first of all, if you have any reasons that you know either you are a man boy or you are with a man boy, give us a call, triple eight five two zero forty three seventy four, and tell us because. Some girls are into the man boys. some girls are not looking for that, and we need to know the a- absolute signs. because, yeah, it's easy to know when you're dating a bitch, or when you're dating a girl that sucks, but <laughs> oh, the man-boy... I like a girl who sucks. I bet you do. Yeah? But the man-boy is very, very specific, and if yeah. you don't want to date one, listen up.
2: Yeah, because I would assume, as, as a woman, as a, you know, definitely a blossoming woman like yourself, Gina... I'm
3: blossoming? Yeah, oh. Sure. No,
2: no. Uh, you get all tired of the immaturity. I get old. And you get tired of the immaturity <laughs> and the uh, retarded jokes and the oh. comic books and
5: oh. the
2: capes and
5: well, it, it's particular girls now because a lot of girls are growing up geek.
3: Yeah, that's true. These days, that's true. Um, so, but the first one, I'll excuse any man in a major city because in L.A. and in New York, this is almost completely unavoidable. And Randy, you pass this one with flying colors. I do. 4 years before your time. You're dating a man boy if he is past the age of 30 and has a roommate. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Now, again, in in cities where it is so expensive to live, LA and New York being two of the most expensive cities to live in the country, it makes sense and we're all we all stay a little younger here, our minds are a little younger and yeah. whatever. But in general, if uh, your 32-year-old boyfriend, uh, you got to keep it down so is Roommate can eat kicks and watch fucking adult <laughs> swim at midnight. Yeah. You, you might know. want to rethink some. I things. don't
5: know. I mean, if you think about it this way, what if that's the temporary thing? And if we work out, we move in together.
3: So you want her to go from living with uh, G.I. Joe McGee Right into living with. I didn't you. say
5: immediately. Yeah. I said you give the guy a chance. Nah. Yeah, but it would
3: be. I, I I like. I'm not. It's not a requirement. But I'm down with a guy with his own place. Yeah, that's no. You obviously,
5: want. it's the better of the both worlds. Yeah, I'm just saying if you're going to try to be understanding, that'd be one way to do it. I'm
3: not trying to be understanding. No, I don't is, remember actually that's where you that.
2: Fail. These are not understanding. <laughs> this is.
3: No, these red are flags. these are red flags. This is okay. not about understanding. These are just red flags. Because chances are, if you're 32 and still living with a roommate, maybe mentally you're not prepared for anything Now, else. Richard Chang, a.k.a. Chang Legacy, one of our PG peeps, of course, listens to our daily show, The Pretty Good Podcast, at Mr. prettygoodpodcast.com, asks if uh, his life-size stormtrooper counts as a roommate.
2: No, I think he passes on that.
3: I <laughs> say it depends how much you interact with it. If it, if you're having dinner together, it's a roommate. If you, uh, if you're mad because it didn't pay its half of the rent, it's a roommate. If it's just a novelty piece to get more poon, then it's fine.
2: And nobody less man boy than Richard Chen.
3: He's an old man. Um, so that's something to consider that, uh, because I dated a guy very briefly, went out on a couple dates with this guy that was so hot and so successful and like, had his own business and dressed like a king and was just so hot <laughs> and finally he took me to dinner at this fancy place this is years ago and went back to his house and it was amazing and I was like, this is a really great p- place you got he was like, shh I was like, why did you just shush me? And he was like my roommate's sleeping and I was like, oh god, it's, no, I'm wearing no, it as socks. No. I was Instant so bummed. I mean it didn't You know, he still closed the deal, but but I was my heart wasn't in it. Yeah, no, it couldn't be a
2: lesson. You could had to be a lot more inhibited because uh, as a
5: exactly. Thank you,
3: thank you. Can't be yourself. Thank you. Another one. Now again, these are all subjective and whatever, but. That's the only one
2: I pass, isn't it? <laughs> well, wasn't subjective a second ago. So the only thing—that's <laughs> no, true. The only thing I'm assuming, the only thing adult about me is that I have my own apartment.
3: Yes, but that's Studio what I'm saying. Apartment. They're just red flags. They're not don't don't date him, girl. It's just just consider it when you're weighing all your options. Uh, we have an autopilot ring. We'll see where we if we feel like answering that or not. Uh, two, he's a mama's boy. Now I love a man who loves his mama as much as the next guy. But if Mama first of all, if you call her Mama or oh, Mommy. Yeah. Oh, if you call her mommy. Hi, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's good. My girlfriend's here. Do you wanna say hi mommy? You sound just like old Golden Throat.
4: Yeah. Oh. yeah. Hi, mommy. Hi mommy. You know you love it. So Eesh. if
3: he is if he puts mom's opinion. And brings her up constantly on the first oh, date no. and puts her opinion vastly above yours every time. Or
1: would
2: it would this freak you out more than mommy or mama what? if he refers to her as mother?
3: Hello, mother. Hello, mother. Hello, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean you call mother your mom. I hear you know, I hear ma, I hear mom, I hear mama. Nah. 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 But I but mommy's rough. Yeah, and if and, and that's the thing, you have your own relationship, but I think daddy is rough. Oh, I think you reach an age, you know, puberty hits, and you short, you chop that, you chop off the suffix. Just dad. Yeah, so uh, just you. Do, do you consider yourself a mama's boy, Elijah?
5: I'm not any of them.
3: You're not a you're not a parents boy.
5: I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> of course he wins every you time. You guys are so caring.
3: on the opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> because Elijah does his own thing, and Randy, uh, well, Mom flobies that hair.
2: She does float. But she does a great her. job. She, that's the thing. This Look at this is mom
3: right here. Yeah. Boom. Should I just randomly answer this call? Yeah. We don't have good luck with this a lot of times, so I'm <laughs> oh, going to do it. Oh,
2: boy. Let's not jinx ourselves. All right.
3: Here we go. Hi. You're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this?
6: Yeah, this is uh, Helmut.
3: Hel- Helmut. Helmut. Ah.
6: Yeah. How's it going, Helmut? Uh, this is going uh very well. Uh, I'm a little uh, sick in the bed.
3: Oh, uh, that's so sad. Oh,
6: you're bad. you're
3: under the weather, Helmut.
6: Yeah, directly below the weather. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what did you have to say today, gracing us with your with your beautiful voice that we love so much?
6: Oh, I, I came to express my interest in the uh, the man boys. I have a big uh, soft spot in my head with the man boys, and I find it richtig good um, when they have roommates. Yeah, that is a, a big plus. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man-boy is the best.
3: You're a big fan of the man-boy?
6: Yeah, he thinks he's a big turn-on.
3: So you're turned on by the man Do you consider yourself a man-boy, or are you turned on by the man-boy, or perhaps both? Both.
6: I'm turned on by the man-boy. I'm I'm definitely the man-man in the relationship. Mm. uh, All the relationships need the man-boy and the man-man to have the proper structure.
3: (laughs) You you generate most of the power, is what you're saying.
6: No, the man boy is the power bot. You're right. Sorry, am. you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Um, no, you uh, you make a very valid point. Um, uh, you uh, I, I, would you like to answer some of these questions with us? Would you like to be on the the, the panel?
6: Hello. No, uh, yeah, that's, uh, very uh, happily
3: I do this. Yeah. That right. Let's do it. Let's All right. Let's include.
6: Let's, Our German let's,
2: correspondent, Helmut.
3: Let's broaden the subject and make this a real international discussion. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chris Matthews. Totally. All right. He's on via satellite. Yeah, you are via. And and you're you're sick in bed, Helmut?
6: Yeah, I had a little bit too much fun with my man-boy recently. And I had nice. a lot of schnapps and schnitzel and so on. Schnapps and, and schnitzel. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Wake it up we with schnapps, schnapps and schnitzel. And schnitzel. Um,
3: now, Helmut, are you watching the show right now, or are you merely listening to the show?
6: Uh, now I have to be just um, just listening because there's a little bit, uh, they say, the lag um, between oh. the show oh. and the audio. But
3: yeah. I wanted to know what you thought of Randy's hair.
6: Yeah. Oh, it's uh, richtig really nice. Um, that is uh, Floby, yeah. Floby. Yeah. Do they do they have Floby
2: out there in Germany?
6: No, nee, we have uh, no uh, the showers one um, <laughs> the, the, the gassy all right the wow gassy.
3: um uh, Helmut I know you're into the gentleman but what do you think of my hair today
6: Ah, uh, fantastic! You could really be a really good, powerful man, boy with no a cut. Thank you very
3: much. That's a huge compliment. Nice, nice. And Elijah, your hair is growing in quite lovely. Yourself, hopefully. All right. So, um, so you you are into the roommates after the age of thirty, because how else do you get your you know five a.m. loving from your man boy? I understand that. Uh, do you, uh, do you consider yourself a mama's boy,
6: Helmut? Uh, no, I, I killed my mother when I was very young. She was very lippy, and um, I had to stop this relationship. You got a little the stabby comment. with her? Yeah, she got stabby with me. She kept trying to have me uh, clean my home and make my dishes, when make dishes. Make your dishes? I hate when my
3: mom makes me make yeah. my dishes. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you killed her. Wow.
6: That's yeah, a and well, in that. Know, when the Frauen speak too much, then they have
2: to stop speaking forever. Oh, nice. Maybe that's why he's into the guys.
3: Yeah, the real yeah. German. Um, yeah. All right, so here's the next question for all of you um, You might be dating a man boy if your man doesn't have a plan.
4: Oh. It says, a true
3: man-boy will lack focus in many ways. Does your beau always tell you about the things he wants to do but never actually does them? Does he have any specific ambitions? If he still seems confused about his career and his life path by 30, it's pretty likely he's a man-boy. Not the sort of guy with whom you want to connect for a, a long-term thing. Find a man who at least has a game plan, and you'll find the relationship will go much better. Okay. So you do, do you Well, you two are a little young. You're not 30 yet. No, but I feel like you have a plan of some kind, we, Randy.
2: Definitely, I would say above a lot of people in my age range, especially uh, like people like my brother. I have a lot of ambition. I have yeah. a lot of focused goals of knowing what I'm doing. But I know a lot of people around me that don't have that, and yeah. coincidentally, they're all the people I know that constantly have girlfriends. <laughs>
3: Yeah, because they're just out for a good time. They're
2: just out for a good time. They don't care about their future, so it's like, let's shack up. All fact, right. They usually have kids and a whole family.
3: Oh, sometimes they do. I, hey, maybe yeah. that's yeah. your
2: goal. Maybe that's your ambition in life and more power to you because there's nothing better than being a dad.
3: Yeah, mm. be dads. Uh, Helmut, do you want to weigh in?
6: Yeah, uh, it's very common. Um, from the Americans that I have met, uh, I, I've seen this problem also with these uh, these men that they constantly have the girlfriends and then... They don't give themselves enough time to make their uh, life strategies. They are always dealing with the vining mm, and the, 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 bitching. And the sh- yeah, you know, and that is uh, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little different. But
3: but yeah. isn't it good to try and make those arrangements ahead of time, or are you just you just live in, you yeah, know? So
6: well, but these kinda that have the uh, the girlfriends kinder. and they're they're eighteen or uh, you know. And then this is the Emma's problem. And it, it stays so until, you know, they uh, uh, eventually the, they end up in, in Helmut's lap, and then they're my man-boy. Nice. Then they're your yeah. man-boy. So, <laughs> so
3: what you're saying, if I'm understanding correctly, that Randy, being the opposite of that, is actually doing everything 100% correctly by not having been yeah. in a relationship uh, for well, ever.
6: Yeah. So, oh, wait. Yeah. That one doesn't count? If-
3: you might need a an ear uh, under your belt.
6: Well, the hippie racist girl, you mean? No, that's. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Goddamn time! Helmut
3: coming in with some truth, some hardcore painful I truth. I live that down by breaking up with her. <laughs> never gonna live that one down. Yeah, so so do you think it's that not your fault. because Randy has never been in a in a. In a, you know, he's not in a relationship, but he's not you know, a monogami- uh That's not, not the word. Yeah, a, rela- a serial monogamist. That- I'm not
2: looking for, like, a girlfriend.
3: Yeah. Do you think he's doing this exactly right by figuring out his life now and then finding the lady of his dreams?
6: I think Randy is on the perfect track. First, you you conquer the world, and then you crush the Frauen under your, the the strength of your conquest.
3: You're gonna crush so much puss. <laughs> I'm gonna be
6: amazing at it. Yeah, yeah. So, we have a saying here in Deutschland that uh, you get the, the major puss when Randy is is well on the way.
3: Oh, I you didn't understand? know that was a German saying. We get the major puss. Yeah, that's uh yep. that's Randy's rank in the army. Nice. Major puss. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. So. Uh, okay. Fair enough, Helmut. Um, now the last one, uh, I think Randy actually, but you're you're allowed to be because you're in your 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 bain um, My bain Are you a weekend warrior? Are you dating a guy who cannot sit home on the weekends? He's got to go out. He's got to play beer pong. He's got to get fucking wasted. He's got to get crazy. He can't. He's not happy to just you know sit home and I w- w- watch a. The, the Marx Brothers TV show. I mean, you can't. You can't just chill. You can't maybe make dinner and just hang That's out. Your
2: ideal uh, night. At Have you met now. my father? Sitting home and watching Groucho Marx.
3: Have you not <laughs> met the Grad family? Yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. This is the
6: child. Groucho Marx. He's a yeah. big fan.
3: This is the child who would wait up for him until four in the morning in her <laughs> crib and say. I want to watch the Three Stooges, he'd take me downstairs and watch (laughs) Sermonette and tell me it was Mo, Larry, and Curly because there was no cable. Because it was 1979. God. Um, So um, do you have to just get crazy on the weekends, Randy and Elijah and Helmut? Of course. That's what life is living, but I don't see
2: how that makes me a man boy. In fact, if making me a man is sitting at home and watching TV on the weekends, I don't want to be a man. That sucks. That's a crappy-ass weekend. That's
3: 2009,
2: Randy. I've done that. That was like my childhood. I want to go out. I want to live life. I want
3: to have an adventure. But if you're dating a girl and it's like Saturday night and she's like, can we just hang out and just do something together?
2: This is why I can't date. This is why I cannot have a girlfriend. This is why I can't date girls. Nobody can keep up with me, and I'm not going to freaking sit down and just chill because I'll go stir crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that drove me crazy when I was with that one crazy hippie girl. Is that she just wanted to stay in all the time? Well, she was,
3: I mean, in her defense, she was super high.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's
2: hard to get out. High. It's hard to find
3: that uh, that hey, door.
2: I get super high every day, and I go out and do shit.
3: That is true. What about you, Elijah? If a girl was just like, "Can we just chill tonight?"
5: I actually do like a fair amount of chill. Me too, but mainly because it always leads to something special. But me uh, too, yeah, I like a fair amount of chill. Very much so. Um, yeah. Going out, I mean, unless we're like doing something really like relaxing, like eating or movie,
3: or I, you're inside oh. somebody.
5: Well, that's at home.
3: Yeah. That, uh, oh, I, I hear you. Okay. I imagine
5: that that will happen and fall at home, but is it like sure. I don't really like going on eventful things, especially after going to like, Disneyland and stuff like that. I figure like, couples is the worst way to do it.
3: I'm with you completely. Helmut, what do you think? Can you, can you just stay in with one of your man boys one night, or do you just have to be on, painting the town uh, communist red with them?
6: No I think this is a very important thing that um that uh, you can you go out when you have to go out if there's something to do then you go do this yeah. but when there's nothing special going you stay home and you light the candles oh. and you make it nice and calm I oh, oh, for your uh, man boy and uh they go over helmets. yeah government Randy I have to say that these uh, this position... Uh so Emma uh to so always uh, be going out and doing this thing this is a big sign of the uh impatience. When the impatience is a a big sign of the immaturity mm. and uh, this is definitely but, a symbol of the uh, the man boy
3: Yeah, <laughs> but but he's also someone who loves life. Would you think he yeah. was great if he just sat there all day watching his uh, sixth run of the office, which we've been through. Oh we've been
6: no but but when someone loves the life it is not one or the other. It is is it's what makes you happy at this time and mm. Being able to do both is, is very fishy. It's important.
3: So uh, Helmut recommends a little, a little balance, a little, think, sometimes I, I, in, sometimes I just out. Can
2: balance everything, and I can, I can chill out. I just there's, I, there's, there's nothing that seems more just scary to me than like being in a relationship and sitting down mm-hmm. and watching TV together. Yeah, but I,
3: also. It's awesome. Mm. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> you got three yeses. <laughs> a fair
5: observation though. The Wang has spent a lot of time sitting down like in his earlier stages. Yeah. These days he's definitely gotta get out.
2: That's the other thing. I, I was uh you know, I was a hermit for my whole life. Yeah. I never went outside I mean, he I never went, got outdoors.
5: He went to level World of Warcraft, okay. Oh, That's God. that is a commitment of <laughs> really you can't only a special man could do that yeah that's true and
3: you also don't have the setup at home for this but if you're if it's a chill night you've been out all day or whatever and you've been doing stuff with your with your man boy and you're just you finally like chilling on the couch maybe you have a cocktail you're watching TV you're just kind of like laying on him and you're just like this is great and then he usually gets a Something out of it, I right? Think, I think the
5: thing is, though, he does need to experience that at some point in time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't have these. Uh, That's the thing, because also, too,
5: you haven't had it yet.
3: Yeah. It's for, fantastic. I mean,
5: I, maybe you did. I don't know when that no, short.
2: No. No, well, almost... no, let's not count that. <laughs> I, I can't remember anything. I, I literally he was see, he, something, I have a It's something you'd have to remember for sure. ripped out of my head because yeah. I was so high. high.
5: Yeah, so for sure, I think when you get that experience, we'll see if you like it or not. Yeah. And then we can go from there for sure.
3: And a lot of times, like Elijah said, and I'm not saying that you don't have a pure heart and that you mean this. From you know, just a you mean what you said, and I get that. But a lot of times, guys like it because they know something ends up inside someone uh, <laughs> when yeah. you're laying and on the couch. wrong with that, and she loves it too. Yeah. Right? Then what's the problem, Helmet? Do you want to weigh in on that?
6: Yeah, definitely. I think that most of uh, my couch nights sitting and watching uh, Germany can sing or the you know whatever the hot program is. That, sure. Uh, that is uh, most of my um, uh, my man boy mouth fun that I experience. Oh. Yeah. Man boy mouth fun. Nice.
3: So yep. uh, your name yeah. your autobiography. Maybe it's a how-to guide you'd like to uh, take on the road. Yeah. Um,
2: so, yeah. This this helmet lifestyle seems pretty
5: fun. Yeah,
3: helmet seems to have it all figured out. I'm gonna go down. I mean, in journey. general,
5: I think the man boys have a lot of fun.
3: Oh yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah. and that's this the
2: thing. Is, this is my problem being a man boy, and yes, I am one, obviously, yeah. but I'm having too much fun by myself. God to bless the point you. Where. I don't want to hang out with anybody.
5: And
3: you figured it out. If you if you want to do your thing and not uh, drag someone else along with you, you did it. I have You're doing it perfectly.
0: Does
5: Randy Wang want to marry
2: himself?
3: Do you are you going to marry yourself? Are you going to be your own best totally wife? We do that. I'm going to put
2: like my ring on my finger and be all set and then I I like do it. you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do.
6: And then you know, obviously, yeah. you know, the wedding night's going to be spectacular. Oh. Ho, ho, ho.
3: Yes, Helmut.
6: Yeah, that's legal here in Deutschland. Just so you know that a man can marry his own schwanz. Yeah, that's...
3: (laughs) Everything goes in uh, Germany. I I did not know that. This is perfect. This is exactly what I've always wanted.
6: I'm married to my own Helmut. Helmut and Helmut build my bath towel. Yes, wow. you got those monogram
3: <laughs> bath towels. Helmut Helmut. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think that if you want to do the man boy thing, do the man boy thing. Do not let anyone take I'm that away. Live it. But some ladies who are looking for a man man and they're like, why does this
4: keep happening to me?
2: <laughs> Maybe
3: they're just not seeing the signs correctly. Yeah. That's all, that's all this article is saying.
2: And you want to get a man man.
3: If you want to get a man, man, if you for hey, I lived a lot of life with zero interest in a man, man. Ready for a man, man?
2: Now you're ready for a man.
3: Yeah, I'm a, am a, I've, I've, I've baked long enough. I'm a, I'm a souffle of love, and I am, I am ready uh, to uh, have a man, man take part in that. Well, Gina souffle. No, there
6: you
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> no.
6: Yes, I, Helmut. I do have to say that normally uh, I don't go for the clam, as they say. Oh. But uh, You always keep
3: it classy, Helmut.
6: If you're looking for the man-man and you don't mind the man-boy being on the couch and, and feeding grapes sometimes, that you come to Germany and I show you what the real man-man is. Yeah. Who
3: gets the grapes? Uh,
6: yeah, that uh, depends who has the mouth open closest.
3: Mm. Okay. You
6: know, whoever can eat.
3: So the man-boy will service me, is what you're saying. No, the man boy's hey, hey. going to
2: service the man, man. Oh, what
3: the hell? What, what do I get out of it?
2: You both get to uh, service the man, man.
6: I, I show you Helmut, Helmut. Yeah. There, yeah. Right? there,
3: you go. I mean, if that's if that's the new bar for what for, for what Gina it. deserves, yeah. then might as well. Helmut, Helmut. Might, might as well uh, take think, you up on that. But yeah, you know, you,
6: I think you might
3: be. I, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. Oh, pleasantly surprised. Helmut! All right. Well, uh, this has been a, a real pleasure.
6: Absolutely. <laughs> I
3: love Helmut For me as well Um, Helmut, feel better I want you above that weather Not below that weather
6: Yeah, thank you I get above the clouds And then I fly high With the wings of an angel Yeah, thank you for your
3: (laughs) You're so good at American jargon By the way
6: Uh, I try my hardest Yeah, baseball yeah, nice. Mickey Mouse!
3: <laughs> a- apple pie! Oh, that's your people's stuff with the strudel and the streusel. And I, oh, I yeah, actually don't know the difference.
6: Oh, apple strudel is so Wie Mama used to make, yeah.
3: Before you put a knife in her. <laughs> <laughs> now, right?
6: Well, she talked much.
3: She was lippy, I understand. Um, Helmut, we love you from the bottom of our uh Yeah, oh, I And
6: yeah. yeah. it's a for me. And uh, until next time, yeah.
3: Wow! What the hell? No that. idea. Uh, but uh, Helmut, feel better and uh, give your Helmut, give Helmut's Helmut a, a hearty hand clasp from the three of us, and yeah. we'll talk to you uh, maybe next Friday.
6: Okay, then business is Mal.
3: Ciao. Ciao. Okay, Alfredo Zain. <laughs> okay, Helmut, man, weighing Helmut. in. What, German Good correspondent time, Helmut.
2: That was amazing.
3: Now, what most people might not believe is Helmut. Actually calling from Germany. Yeah. actual yeah. Sure.
2: German call. Yeah, that was
3: a real German call.
2: Um, By the way, we didn't even think about this. That must have cost him a lot of money. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: is that still a thing? I don't know, I think
2: international oh, calls are still a thing. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. What if you call from your computer?
2: Oh, and then you're probably safe. Yeah. yeah that's why everyone in Europe uses Skype.
3: Monica says, <laughs> all I date are man boys. Where the hell are the men men? And uh, Nan Cat, who we love... Still calls her dad daddy. That's kind of adorable. No, not adorable. I think it's adorable. Um, adorable. Yeah, uh, Chang Legacy says uh, Randy is experiencing the constant going out to appreciate the staying in. Ah. Still not done in that easy bake oven like Gina is. I
2: have a lot of time left in that oven, and that's what I've
3: realized. Stay in that oven as long as you can. uh,
2: As much as in your early 20s, you think you're grown up, you think you're done, uh, you just got started with this uh, growing up shit. Yeah. And, uh, absolutely. I, and instead of thinking that I'm already at the end, I'm like appreciating that I still got a long way to go.
3: Yes. And I absolutely, completely respect you for that. I get it. I, I love that you are that self-aware that you know that. However, I think that an addendum to that is that I think some guys might use that as an excuse to be like, I'm not really ready when you don't realize that, A, you can continue growing with another person, and B, being with that person, if they're the right person, will shoot you that much farther into your own growth and your own personal future. I am HO. Okay.
2: Wow. I'm going to take that into uh, consideration. Look,
3: I am on such a path of, uh, you know, how can this guy be a better guy sometimes... I get a little passionate. You gotta
5: grow some yeah. pear, you know.
3: <laughs> That's true. I, I need to start hormone therapy. Should we take a quick break? Alright, well, let's take a quick break. All We're gonna right. come back with all
2: sorts of crazy news. Thank it's you, Father's Eve, for Day. sitting in with us. That's right. Elijah, follow him on Twitter at SiriusBlackman.
3: Yes, we'll be right back in just a, a two shakes. Talk about some Father's Day stuff for all you daddies out there. Gina and Randy show every Friday, eight to ten AM Pacific. We'll be right back.
6: Uh,
1: Starring, you guessed it, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy Show, right here on the Toad Hop Network, everybody. Gina Grad, Randy Wang, Master E is with us as well.
5: Yes, I'm here. And Gina's Gina's back.
2: Oh, there we go. Now I'm... there we go. Oh, now God. the mic's working.
3: Ah!
2: Hey, Jada. Oh, I
3: think Elijah just goosed me. Did, <laughs> Did I? Yeah. That's kind of hot. My we bad. are
2: back. Uh, it's the Gita and Randy show, right here on the Toad Hop Network. Sorry about that. Fridays, eight to ten a.m.
3: I'm a very important person. I had a phone call. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> just kidding. If you want to
2: go back to the phone call, go for it. Because really? I got some important Can things call to my talk mom. about right now. Uh, time to do a little read for, oh, nothing, Stamps.com, new Yay! sponsor of the Genie Ramsey Show. All right, people. Here's the deal with Stamps.com. Now, I we do a lot of mailing with our podcast, a pretty good podcast. Yes. We do we send out a lot of shirts, a lot of stickers. Oh, uh, my God. And frankly... Everything. It's a major, 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 major pain in the ass oh. to go to the post office and have them weigh this... Put the little thing on it. Next, weigh this, put the little thing on it. To send ten shirts will take me about twenty-five minutes. And then I gotta do that every day for every like a day. month. Every day.
3: It's it's so such a big deal that you're actually drooling a little bit. Yeah, it, it just makes me angry. Yeah. I'm frothing with anger.
2: But uh see, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't? I have stamps.com. What does that mean? What does that mean, Gina? It means that They sent me my own little scale, and I can weigh my own packages, and then with the software at Stamps.com, print out the postage, and then just give it to my mailman. Say, here, take it. Shut up. That's not a thing. That is absolutely a thing. You print out your own real postage, and then you give it to the mailman, and hey, it's already done. You don't have to go to the post office ever That is
3: something I have dreamt about when my my wild imagination has taken me to the corners of fantasy land. I didn't know it was a real thing.
2: It's a real thing at Stamps.com. And guess what, Gina? What? You definitely want to be getting to this. We get a little uh, a little promo for everybody, a little special offer. I'm listening. All you do is you go to Stamps.com in the top right-hand corner. There's a little radio mic. You type in GNR for Gina and Randy. GNR. You're going to get a no-risk 30-day trial of Stamps.com. Done. Add an a $110 bonus free offer that's going to get you the digital scale.
3: You can weigh stuff. And then you so can post it. I am my own post office.
2: You're your own post office. These
3: are, this is literally the stuff that dreams are made of. Exactly. All you got to do right now, go to stamps.com,
2: click on the radio microphone at the top, type in GNR, and get stamping away. Get mailing
3: away. Mail us some
2: packages. 4804, Little Canter Boulevard, UN712, Valleyville, California, 91607.
3: That was some good legal. Oh, yeah. You speak quickly. Elijah's applauding you.
2: Stamps.com, GNR. <laughs>
3: And don't forget to get your tickets. I know Heidi and Frank will be talking about this June twenty ninth, ten p.m. right here at the John Lutz Comedy I Love It at the Lutz, Lutz, Comedy ال- Lutz, Lutz Comedy Theater. Uh, yes. Big
2: week, big we got, huge. Got that coming up in a couple of weeks. We have our seven hundredth pretty good podcast on Wednesday.
3: Seven hundredth pretty good podcast this Wednesday. Don't miss it. Uh, so. D- 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 just log on waiting to... waiting about
2: an hour and a half for the first stroke
3: of the show. It's actually... That was quite an achievement to wait this long for an hour, hour and a half for my first stroke. TheLovitz.com. Go to TheLovitz.com. Got, got, got
2: TheLovitz.com.
3: And get your tickets, plural, unless you want to go by yourself, which is also fine because you know all your friends are there. And
2: uh, it's a pretty good place to hug.
3: Oh my God! So much puss at the Lovitz Theater. So much puss, puss and peen and everything you want. Peen. So go, make sure you go to thelovitz dot com, get your tickets. June twenty ninth, the first Toad Hop Think Tank with Heidi Hamilton, Frank Kramer, Sam Tripoli, Nick Ritchie, and myself, Gina Grad. It is going to be. Awesome, And then the next morning I'll get up with Randy and we'll go do a pajama run. It's going to be amazing. So in honor of Father's Day, we have all kinds of Father's Day goodness, but Randy, not to be outdone. Oh, yeah. Wants to think outside the bun and uh, talk about some fathers that maybe don't get acknowledged all the time.
2: It's time to talk about the five worst fathers in the animal kingdom, Gina. Let's do it. And what better accompaniment than a little circle of life. (laughs) <laughs> because the first bad dad on top of the animal kingdom list Elijah's favorite is the king of the jungle the lion the lion's no good the lion king was a shitty dad
3: but but he held him up and then he wants him to be the next king and he teaches him how to hunt hippo it's and- not
2: usually how it works uh, do you know first uh, when when like the lion becomes the new king like when he becomes the lion king He'll kill all the old Lion King's cubs. Wait, what? Yeah.
3: Wait, what? Yeah. So they don't challenge him and challenge his authority, grow up no, to usurp his power? No, he just, just says I power? win,
2: and now I'm going to kill all you guys.
3: Oh, that's no good. And really what makes Papa Lion's
2: a bad dad is just they're kind of absentee fathers. They're
3: absentee fathers. They I knew you were going to say that. They around all
2: day. They don't really care about the wife and the kids. But don't
3: they hunt and bring home the bacon for they the They hunt children? for
2: themselves. And for, like, the pride, but they're actually, like, family? They, you know, they, they protect them from the hyenas, but they're not going to actually... Like, You've learned how to eat. They don't
3: teach them how to play, you know, foosball or...
2: No, and they don't teach you how to, like, sing songs with Rafiki and, like, run in the wildebeest and all that crazy stuff. But they
3: teach you about the chain of command in the jungle and in the desert. They don't yeah. teach you about the circle of life?
2: No, they just teach you eat or die. That's depressing. But it's not nearly as bad as grizzly bears.
3: Grizzly bears are great. First of all, I can't hear you over those silky smooth croonings of Elton John.
4: In the circle.
2: I want to see Lion King so bad.
3: The circle of life. Thank you. Um, so the grizzly bear seems like a great dad because he's so big and he has claws and he's scary. He would keep everyone away from his kids and well, keep them safe. The grizzly bear is such a good
2: hunter yeah, that they don't give a shit about who they hunt, including their own cubs. Shut up! No, I'm not kidding. They will, uh, if they're starving, they will eat their own cubs.
3: No, they won't. They're willing to kill and eat they're, anything! They're not canna bears!
2: Well, yeah, they are. They don't care.
3: But that's the thing. If they're such good hunters. That's literally, that's like shooting ducks in a barrel. I mean, your kid's right there like, Daddy? And then you're like, hurrah, hurrah. It's just a little
2: snack. That's what, you know, he's pre- prepping for the winter. That, maybe that's what they hibernate. They just make a bunch of cubs and that's like your snacks. That's
3: the worst. He's is a bad dad. This can't get worse. The absentee lion father, the hungry, hungry uh, uh, grizzly bear. What else is on that list? How could this get any worse? Well,
2: here is uh, the bass is a pretty good dad.
3: Oh, the bass! Because the
2: bass is the, the bass is like bass. that dad that you know shoves the alcohol down his kids throat. Because the bass is like this. All right, I'm going to take all my kids out with me, and we're going to go out into the <laughs> wilderness. And for if you uh, don't get eaten by the predators and you get eaten by me, you get to live. That seems fair. He will swallow you if you don't swim fast enough. Wait, what now? He will swallow his children if they don't swim fast enough.
3: Do they come back out? So he's no. just giving them a, a lift? No, no. Maybe it's... he's just giving them a ride to school. No. School.
2: He's in the school. I'm
3: hilarious. Yeah. So that's not a thing.
2: No, no, no. He, they, if he digests you're fast, you. if only you. Only the strong survive in the bass oh, world. Oh, God. So if you're not fast enough, you get eaten.
3: I would absolutely be swallowed. Yeah.
2: Hmm. There you go. Sand goby, uh, very similar. They what? Uh, what?
3: Sand goby. What's a sand Gobi?
2: They're a little underwater eelie thing. Ooh, uh, they do be ugly. They eat all the eggs right when they hatch. <laughs> like as they're hatching, they want to eat the egg.
3: Wait a second. That goes against the very nature of procreation. How are there still sand gobies if they eat all the young? They
2: you don't eat all of them. They leave like one or two. They get full.
3: They, they leave one to go tell the world their story. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. Now,
2: want to hear a good dad, like a really, really good dad? I'd like to, yeah. Catfish.
3: Catfish are disgusting bottom feeders. But do you know what they do? Helmut, by the way, probably a bottom feeder absolutely a bottom feeder. What does catfish do that's so great?
2: Well, you know, they are literally bottom feeders. You know know what they're doing with their bottom feeding? Mm -mm. They're running around that ocean with between like 40 to 50... Yeah, lakes. They're running around the lake with uh, between 40 to 50 eggs in their mouth. Their mouth nurses the eggs until they hatch. That's a good thing.
3: Why then is this the first time I've actually been nauseous? This really? whole list.
2: This is the good dad.
3: The good. Well, I like that so the dad the holds the eggs. The eggs. He but puts it in is his mouth. mouth. That's like the safest place for them. Where are you going to carry around forty eggs? But wait, they have teeth and stuff. I mean, don't they have to like do stuff while the eggs are in their mouth? They guess they figure it out somehow. Wow. It's instinct. How long are they in there? Till the eggs hatch. A Couple weeks. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's those least, are some dads. Animal kingdom. That's everybody. That's the circle of life. Yeah. Oh. Some good dads, some bad dads. <laughs> and... Yeah, so if you ever, uh, you know, knock on Father's <laughs> Father's Day, just be glad that your dad's human. Because yeah. these lions oh. and everything suck.
3: Doesn't matter what you think your dad, he uh, he did not try to eat you, probably, yeah. when you were born. Tra- Trad Siamese says, all bears are like that. Mother bears avoid male bears, if possible, as the father bears bears will kill their young? Yeah. What jerk-offs? They don't want to pay for it. They don't want to get food for it. That's another mouth to
2: feed. Two hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. His mouth. Yeah, he doesn't have the two hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Wow. That's a lot of fish.
3: Seahorses. He says uh, carry their young. Oh, so sweet. Go seahorses. All right, we uh, we don't have too much time, and there's a list that um, Randy and I are dying to get to, but I, he's busy and doing things. But um, can you put a, can you put up a couple of those uh, those single dad things? Um, we got to give it up to a very, I think, small portion of the population. The single father.
2: The single father? The the
3: single father who's raising his children on his own.
2: Gina, where does that land on the hot scale?
3: Here's the thing. Conceptually, a 10. (laughs) But then when you actually have to start dealing with it?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, not... Four.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
2: I mean, this is more of just, like, you're on a date and you love the
3: thought that he's yeah. raising kids.
2: You don't actually want to meet them.
3: Well, and here's the thing, though. I also believe that in all of my self-studying, I if there was some sort of an algorithm to figure out what kind of parent you'd be best at, I think I'd be the best stepmother. Really? I really do. You don't think you'd be an evil step-monster? Oh, God, no. I mean, they would probably think of me like that because their mom would poison them against me. Yeah. No, but I really think that, like, I'd be an excellent stepmother i'd be like here's the deal i love your dad i love you i think you're great i know i didn't you didn't uh march out of march out of this guy but i'm here for you i'm i will help i will be here to, to ask me anything tell me anything whatever we'll figure it out uh, i'm not your not your enemy I'm I think you are right.
2: You'd be a great stepmom because you would you. just
3: play. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be fun, but I, you know, I try to lay down the law. They'd be like, "You are not my mom." I am like, "Well, you are not my kid." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> come back. Sorry, yeah, is that not the way to go? Mm. Is that not, not the right? To... Um, by the way, uh, we just had a, a ring girl walk by the window to remind me of something that needs no reminding, because everybody knows that nothing is synonymous with Father's Day like ShoeDazzle.com.
2: There's nothing like fathers and shoes.
3: Shoes. They love shoes. They, they love high heels, low heels, wedges, espadrilles, flats,
2: Actually, all gonna, of them. I'm going to explain right now how ShoeDazzle really helps out Father's Okay. Because there's nothing that dads hate more than taking the wife out shoe shopping.
3: Oh, that's the worst. But now, then now you guys can do it all on your own. You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to be a part of it. You might get a Honey, what do you think of these? And then you say, yes, no, whatever. And guess what? It doesn't break your bank because it's only $39.95. Every single thing on ShoeDazzle.com is $39.95. Except when you put my name, Gina, G-I-N-A, in the top right-hand corner with the little radio button like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You put the name Gina, you get 20% off. That becomes, I think, thirty one ninety five. What? Any shoe you want in on the planet, any accessory. I have a purse that I'm obsessed with that I have right here with me. I have picnic baskets. I have uh, nude pumps that are fantastic. I get so much stuff from Shoe Dazzle. I've been doing it for a long time. And the uh, best thing for you to do is hop on ShoeDazzle.com and take their style survey. You may think you know what you're into, but trust me, you don't really know what you're into until Shoe Dazzle tells you what you're into. Because they nailed me 100%. They got this like sort of casual, bohemian vibe. And now, when I go to their gallery, it's literally everything that I didn't even know I wanted that I want. And I can get as much of my, as I want of it at 4 in the morning when I can't sleep, because that's when I do my best shopping, for 31.95 when I put... My own name in the promo code Gina, G-I-N-A. So go to ShoeDazzle.com, ShoeDazzle.com. Take the style survey. You don't have to buy anything. It's easy to exchange stuff. You're not on any list. You just take the style survey and they'll tell you what your style is. It's easy. It takes three minutes if you're really thinking hard. And it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Do me a favor, even if you're a dude... Go take the style survey because Frank just did a little ring girl next to by the window that said Shoe Dazzle. Frank's and, the ring girl. And here's the thing. It helps me a lot. And it doesn't cost you but 180 seconds, again, if you're really considering the answer, survey that style. Yeah, survey your style. You don't know what your style is. Shoe Dazzle will tell you. Go to ShoeDazzle.com. That's ShoeDazzle.com. Take the style survey. Remember to put my name in the upper right hand corner. That's Gina, G-I-N-A. And then... Shop as usual. It's easy. You take the style survey. You poke around on the website, and you go on with your life. ShoeDazzle.com, dot It's the best. Um, single fathers.
2: Single fathers.
3: I just wanted to take a minute to acknowledge them. However, uh, and maybe Elijah can just scroll through some of them uh, at the bottom of the screen. Um, it's a view gallery, and that didn't get printed.
2: Oh. So I can ba-da. only remember. Ba-da. Ba-da.
3: I can only remember one off the top of my head, but oh. he's my favorite.
2: Who's your favorite single dad?
3: Lenny Kravitz.
2: Lenny Kravitz? Here's
3: the thing about this nice Jewish boy. <laughs> he was my first, you never forget your first. He was the reason I got into uh, the, the the mixed race dudes. Really? Yeah, I was uh, young, I was in high school, and I, it was like when, are you going to go my ways coming out and all this stuff, and I was like... I was in shock. So every time I see a handsome man, uh, my brother will say, "Is he your Lenny Kravitz?" Because that was like that was the one to be compared to. That's when I and for for many many years I dated a a, is mixed race. Is that what you say? I guess that's
2: what you say. Ethnically
3: ambiguous. That's fun. I won't tell you what he would call himself because I think you can only get away with that if that's what you're rocking. Yeah. Blended race. Here we go. Whatever. Future Um, people. Future. Thank you. Uh, I'm really into future people. Oh, yeah. And have dated a grip of them. And uh, so anyway, big ups to Lenny Kravitz, who seems like a great dad. Uh, And to all of you single fathers who are just, I don't know how you do it. You're just really going for it and uh, doing Burning the best. it
2: every end. We
3: really appreciate Provide you. It. We love you, and we love you for the, the dads we with the wives and the, yeah. the nuclear families and the whole deal. All dads. And uh, Father Bob, uh, oh, yeah. Bob Wong.
2: I'm gonna have a great uh, Father's Day this weekend.
3: Yeah, blast it! Oh God, that doesn't happen at the grad family house. No. Uh, oh, gonna... thank you, uh, Usher, Dwayne Wade, Jamie Fox. Are you noticing a pattern? Just
2: a little one.
3: Oh, Ricky Martin. Rick,
2: Ricky Martin. He had a kid.
3: A homosexual Latin father. It's fantastic.
2: That's a good single. Dwayne band.
3: Wade, fantastic. Jamie Foxx, fantastic. And uh, Usher, big Re- stud.
2: Real quick, who's Dwayne Wade?
3: I think he is an athlete of some sort.
2: He is. What does he play?
3: Wait, he's not the character from. A different world, is he?
2: No, no.
3: Oh, that was Dwayne Wayne. Yeah. Dwayne Wade, I'm going to, let see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Basketball. Yes. Something smells like bacon.
2: Yeah, what's that about? I don't
3: know. Um, Spurs?
2: No, actually, he plays for the Heat.
3: Yeah, right. I knew it was uh, In the finals no. right now. Yeah, right. Congratulations, Dwayne Wade, with all that parenting and those finals and everything. That was actually That's, pretty good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so, congratulations. Thank you, guys. You single, lovely, amazing fathers. You, you not single, lovely, amazing fathers. You're wonderful people, and we celebrate you. Now, uh, for the very vi- and, and of course, I'm sorry, my father, Steve, big Brad. stud, Steve Grad. Sports KNX 1070. 20 and 50 past the hour. Yes, he is a huge stud, a big influence in my life, and I am just the luckiest gal on the planet to be raised by such a huge stud. He's Absolutely. the best. Um, All right. So real quick. Before we get out of yeah, here. Yeah, we have five minutes. Got
2: to do this thing.
3: This is important. If you if you sit around and you're like, okay, I've cleaned my room. I've, I've made the dishes, as Helmet says. Move. I've done my homework. I've you know cleaned out my car. I need something to do. I know I want to fight with my girlfriend Yeah. or I want to fight with my boyfriend but I don't know how (laughs) here are 11 things you can say to your partner that definitely guarantee you will get in a fight oh boy (laughs) number one now I don't know if Elijah Elijah are you busy are you pretty busy right now we need you to get in on this I don't know. He's always busy. Yeah. Um, but I want to see if Elijah agrees with some of these. And we only have a few minutes. But, Elijah, this is important. Uh, and I think you could add some insight. These are 11 things you could say if you really want to fight with the person you're in a relationship I with. Really get I'm, into I'm a good fight. at this already. So. I bet you are. Uh yeah, Gina, yes. just overlooking
2: the list, have you uh, ever uh, intentionally uh, thrown a couple of these? Oh, I'm no angel. <laughs>
4: oh.
3: Number one. Now, this is the defensive, usually the dude, but I'm not going to pass any judgment. Are you trying to make me mad?
4: Oh that's
2: a (laughs) Is that your goal?
3: Anyone? Sound familiar?
2: The one conversation that I always will want to avoid for the rest of my life and if I hear any if I even hear an inkling of it that's the word A hinkling. Hinkling. (laughs) Is it hankling It's or, inkling. If I hear even just a speck of that, yeah. it's the are you mad conversation. Oh, did that's you a, make me mad? That'll be Am I there. making you yeah. mad?
3: Uh, you made me mad. You know, people fight about saying if you're mad or not. It's it true. doesn't make any sense. Now, And you'll, you'll hear on this list that a lot of these are very gender specific. Nice. The next one, never spend time with me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh my God! What a visceral reaction I'm getting in surround sound. Oh. Do you have you ever gotten that line, Elijah? Um, not much
2: anymore.
5: I because mean, you're a
3: good time spender. Yeah, I'm pretty I bet. good at that. Oh,
2: I'm pretty God. good at that. Randy. Well, let's just say a uh, younger Randy Wang would Uh-oh. say that to girls he's oh.
3: obsessed with. Oh, oh my stomach don't hurts. Spend enough time, you don't spend enough time uh-uh. uh-huh. a time. You're a I don't and think.
5: I don't think I could ever conjure up those words because that never comes to my mind. Oh, my God. You could, I, in fact, I could spend weeks away from a girl and not, like, not I'll, I'll, I'll see her again and be like, okay. nothing ever happened. The
2: only <laughs> I don't spend enough time with this myself.
3: Now, Elijah, you probably would respond to that with this. Stop being crazy. Oh. oh all the
2: time. <laughs>
3: I... <laughs> nothing provokes World War III, like those three words. You
2: never, ever, 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 ever call a woman crazy unless you you have three hours to kill. Don't call a girl crazy.
5: What, Elijah? I'll go further. Okay, you are insane, okay? Seriously, you have a problem. Check yourself in, please, or something.
3: Why do I feel like (laughs) headbutting you when I hear that? That's what I feel like doing. Like, you want to see crazy? I'll give you crazy. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you're overreacting. Oh, never downplay. You're overreacting. Now, I've said that to a couple of dudes. You know what actually did not make the list, which nothing shoots dudes into the stratosphere of anger than this? Calm down. Guys hate to be told to calm down. Oh,
2: that drives me nuts.
3: Just calm down.
5: You want to know why? And why that? Where that comes from? Where? Because after she screamed and yelled, then she starts to calm down. Then you start screaming and yelling because she was screaming and yelling, and then she tells you to calm down. Yeah. You're like, you were just yelling. Oh, that, at yeah, that, <laughs> I'm the that's in the where room. that shit comes from. Or like,
3: scream, scream, crazy, 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 crazy. Now you know what? Let's not fight anymore. And then he wants to talk like, no, 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 no. I'm the bigger person. I'm telling you, yeah. I'm willing to walk away you from. You can this. decide
2: when the fight's over. <laughs> All right, real quick,
3: um, you always do that.
2: I get that a
5: lot. <laughs> I bet you do. That's a big one. And
3: I, I've hurled that a few times, and I've been hur- that's been hurled at me. Um, oh, You know what? I don't even know why I try.
2: <laughs> that's, and, uh, which, that's my mom's absolute favorite yeah, to get yeah. in a fight with everybody. <laughs> and, because she starts that, and then she'll tell you all the reasons why she tried. Oh, of course she does. I think
5: right. I say that one more often than not. Now, do you us? follow
3: it with this? Oh, of course he does. Do you follow it with this? I mean, if I'm being accused of it, I might as well do it.
5: <laughs> I've had some inkling of that. Yeah, I bet you have. I have, I'm
3: yeah. sure. Uh, real quick. Oh, you motherfucker! You know who I've gotten this one? I've dated several men. Uh-oh. I have been in several relationships, and the only person to hurl this at me weekly, our buddy, Tim Conway Jr. Oh, boy. You uh, in your period?
5: <laughs> I love that <laughs>
3: Never. I mean, I've never used that though. Fuck you. <laughs> that are get you? you right down to your well, phone. he says in, but are you on? Are you on your period? Is this why this is happening? Yeah. Now, that just
2: because oh. I can imagine to you that deflate that makes it like he's deflating so every argument yeah. you've ever made, dismissing everything. You're just
3: you know you're on the rack. Yes. However, at this point in my life, it's almost the opposite. Like. I'm on my period. Don't you understand? I'm coming from a place where my hormones are surging. You're treating me like a normal person. Don't do that. Okay, real quick. I know we got to go. Are you going to wear that? What's your problem? You're such a control freak. And my favorite, what's that supposed to mean? Yes. Oh, no. All right. On that note. That's our movement. That's all, all right, we got to get out of here. Gina and Randy show every Friday. Don't forget to get your tickets for the first ever Toad Hop Think Tank, June 29th. Go to com for that. Listen to us Monday through th- Thursday. Every single day, prettygoodpodcast.com, our 700th episode on Wednesday. Randy, you're the best. You're the best. Elijah's the best. We're all the best. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California.
4: Toadhopnetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. <laughs>